from the past. Let the clouds separate. Let the lightning bolts flash. Even though there's no bad weather, yeah, opinions, yeah, about who's the best in the World Wrestling Federation, yeah, can mean different things to different people. Yeah, on the video. Oh shit! Oh no! We gotta start all over. Again. We gotta start all over. This we, is, but we're, we're we're rolling, baby. We're gonna continue rolling. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Boom! Yeah, bliss from the past. Let the clouds separate. Let the lightning bolts flash. Even though there's no bad weather, yeah, opinions, yeah, about who's the best in the World Wrestling Federation, yeah, can mean different things. To different people, yeah. But when they say the best, yeah. They're talking macho king. No, they're not. Oh, yes, they are. No, they're yes, not. They are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Scary shit. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Get out of here. <laughs> better than the best. I'm better than the best. Get back in here. Do you understand yes, that? Yes, I understand that. Tell them that. There's nobody better than the Macho King. When you talk about the best, you're talking about the Macho King. Better that's, than the best. That's what I said. Tell them. Better than the best. Better than the best. Better than the best. <laughs> oh. Jesus fucking Christ. I might go down as our longest intro, our longest tro. Shwamo, tis I the prince of podcasting, the bipolar rock and roll of the Sultan of Slits, the godfather of Gash. Episode 210, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 of Pillow Fort Radio, the world's greatest podcast, the world's most important podcast, and of course the world's number one, foremost anti-pedophilia alt-right Christian podcast. A lot of hyphens. A lot of hyphens. <laughs> yeah. We even hyphenate podcast. Yes, it's a pod and a cast. Podcast. Boom. Shakalaka. As always, I'm joined by the former intercontinental champion. One time he was slated to face the Macho King, Randy Savage, but because uh, it was a round-robin tournament. When he was nine? When he was nine years old. I was a prodigy. He was big for his age. He was a phenom. But uh, he was defeated after he had just won the Intercontinental Championship. He was defeated by the Honky Tonk Man 15 minutes later, and the Honky Tonk Man won back his Intercontinental Championship. Fascinating. Yes. <laughs> it's special. He's the, the Boomer Bog Trotter. Did the, did the event take place at Benny's? The Lord of Flea Bottom, yes. <laughs> the Lord of Flea Bottom. <laughs> That's old Chuck Tater Sacks over there. And as always, the returning champion, the world's greatest claw machine operator, the uh, Laurel Creek's most dangerous man, the Mance Raider of Regenerative Farming. That's right. That's a good one. Yeah, because he's the king of the free folk. Yeah. And John's a the most frothing at the mouth libertarian. <laughs> the mouth. <laughs> frothing at the mouth virtue signaling anarchist. <laughs> That's old Johnny Freedom Sacks over there. <laughs> Johnny Two Pigs. <laughs> He's got 13 pigs, I bet. 13? Four. Four pigs now. He's also got but, like, these disturbing sheep and goats. It could, it could, become, it could become 14 any day now. Oh, okay. Well, those sheep—they they freak me out, dude. Well, it's his sheep are weird because they don't bat. They like they, there's no tremble in their voice. They just go bat. 
It depends bad. on which. It depends just, on which one. Because they all. What I'm, what I'm looking at you one time went bad, nigga. I was like, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> it, is, it truly isn't the way they use it. <laughs> and uh, we're here. We're queer. Get used to it. It's uh, just before UFC two thirty, whatever it is. Rose Namajunas versus some mango bagger. And <laughs> what <clears throat> is that racist? Yes. It's, we made it up. John made it up. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's racist at all. Mangoes are from Southeast Asia anyway. Yeah, I know. It's just fun to know, but it's just it might it's be hilarious. racist in the context. Of, I bet Brazilians would think that was hilarious. They would. would. Like well, we do bag of mangoes. We bag them and we choke each other. Why do they have an Italian accent now? Because it kind of sounds. They do kind of sound kinda Italian do. whenever they speak English. Do they? The Portuguese yeah. kind of yeah accent is kind of Italiany. Mm-hmm. Buddy. Buddy, come here, I choke you out. <laughs> a scarf choke. As always, uh, it's um, it's a Saturday. It's not always Saturday when we do this, but it is today. It's always Saturday. In it's, always, it al- it's always a day that ends in Y. There's a dad joke. How's that for you? So how's everybody doing? How's everybody recovering? How's everybody's health, fitness? I could. What happened? Broke my toe. Are we on Bob and Tom? I heard you broke your toe, Chuck. <laughs> I had taken my shoes off to squat and deadlift. Oh, God. And Did you drop a 45? I didn't drop plate? anything on it. I just banged it hard as fuck off of a kettlebell. Oh. And I thought it was going to be okay. It hurt. I was like, oh, it'll be fine. I kept one? walking around on it. No, it's the one next to the big toe. You're like your index toe. Yeah. So it's fairly agonizing. I actually took an extra day off work tomorrow. So you hit that thing head on. Yeah. It's God. it's swelled up this big. It's black you, and blue. You did it's like, broken. You did like what you do. If when you're you, going to stub a toe, you like, want to stub like a when you, one, Like right. when you hit your shin on the trailer hitch of your truck, oh, you yeah. did that with your toe. That'll yeah. make you say the N-word. If you hit your shin on the trailer hitch of your truck. Nibba. Never do that again. So what words did you scream when you stubbed your toe? I said fuck because I was mad. I wasn't fuck because I mad because I got hurt. I was mad because I couldn't. Continue my workout. Uh, I finished the upper body part of my workout, though. I didn't go home. So well, I've always. I, I was actually doing chin ups. I would. I couldn't stand on the one foot, so I would just hook this leg over the other one and do pull ups, so I didn't have to come down on it. Really. I've always said, and I've said this recently with reference to my own self. If you're going to break a bone, a toe is a good one to break. Well, I mean, what it's it'll heal fairly quickly, and there's not not really much they Are can you do, do for the body it. system. You I'll just, just tape it to the, the next one. one Probably That's a good way to do things yeah. I used to tape In football I taped all my fingers like this Yeah And my thumbs were just free roaming They were they were free folk the, But I taped I vulcanized my, my fingers in football <laughs> I'm gonna start like, wearing gloves Almost like a, uh, the penguin Yeah, yeah. So Essentially yeah I just uh, and when, Then I discovered lineman gloves And I was like Oh my god I can hold with these Because they're, they're tacky Yeah And you can grab hold of people And like you like they won't slip out of your hands, and uh, tackling is a lot and easier. They protect your joints somewhat. Is that a little bit? There's a little, a little bit of padding back here. You can punch people in the head. There's with. some resistance if something gets twisted from the glove itself. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever head slap? I threw forearms. I didn't head slap. I would come off the line and head slap for the first quarter, and then the, in the beginning of the second quarter, this is when I was playing defense. The beginning of the second quarter, the, the head ref would be like, "Man." We're going to have to call it at some point. So don't do it anymore. So I, I do it one more time. Maybe <laughs> they call it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you scamp. Son of a gun. Look at you. We see you. We like your moxie, but we got to. <laughs> I wish I had actually known how to play football when I played football. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, well, I didn't know when I first started. I mean, I was... I wouldn't say gifted athletically. I'm not athletically well, gifted. Well, everybody says you're a, you're a uh, superior athlete. <laughs> no, they don't. Former intercontinental champion. <laughs> you're a former intercontinental champion. No, I'm a product of hard work. Let's go down the list of the people that have held the intercontinental championship, <laughs> shall we? Barry Windham. Barry, no. Barry Windham didn't. No, he was, he's the U.S. champion. He was rarely Macho, in Macho the Macho Man WWF. Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. They had probably the greatest match of all time for that very championship. Yeah. Um, Honky Tonk Man, of course. Um, Chucky the model Rick Chucky Martel. Chucky Tater Sacks Keenan. <laughs> Chucky Tater Sacks Keenan. Uh, so you're in some elite company. The Miz, he's he's won it a the thousand Miz. times by now. Yeah. Um, the, the guy named Finn Balor, I think, has it now. I don't remember. Um, just all kinds of people have won it. Uh, Hulk Hogan never won it, though. Because uh, you don't put a lower title on the greatest of all time. No. The GOAT. <laughs> Just, now we're talking about wrestling. Uh, our uh, our friend JL Kyle posted that me and Andy Frampton are the best commentary team in. I was listening. Wrestling. It was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> I watched half of it last night, and I got a. I got to admit, it was pretty funny. Yeah, we were. <laughs> there's a guy named Jeff, Jack Ram Lethal, and he he like took a forearm to the face and he got knocked out. Yeah, he was just laying there. Well, he, and I was like. Well, he's Jack Ram passive right now. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody somebody chimed in and said, "Oh, these are the guys that couldn't remember anybody's names with the with the I, December I, show." I read that, and I was like, "Okay, see, a few <laughs> years ago, I would have lit this guy on fire because <laughs> apparently he he wrestled on that show and a little bit miffed that we didn't know his name. We recorded that show from here. Yeah, we had no idea who they didn't do any of the graphics to give us anybody's names. You did it for free for free." From here, because we couldn't make so it. So he was show. really being a dickhead. He he didn't like it. He said, "Oh, these are the guys that couldn't remember anybody's name." Well, he was just sore about that. He sore that that we didn't put him over because we didn't know his fucking name. Oh, he said that on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and that was uh, your that was your first one, right? No, we I've done a lot of them, but it was the first time seeing him. If I, if I know the people, I'll, I'll yeah. use their proper names. So we would just we knew the name of the tag team because we heard the guy announce it. So we'd call them whatever the name of the tag team, number one and number two. Yeah. That's what I do. If you don't give me people's names, this is what happens. Right. But I just, I just, I, I would have said a few years ago, it's funny how you remember us, but we don't remember you at all. <laughs> <laughs> but instead I said, we, we, we knew your names. We just didn't like them. So we gave you better ones. <laughs> what did he say to that? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if the guy that's running the show th- likes us, I don't give a fuck what any of these guys think. No. They can come and get these mitts if they want. Yeah, I was gonna say there's not very many wrestlers out there that actually want to probably wrestle you, like in that group. In that crew, all right, not in that crew. Yeah, I mean, there's a few that would. Yeah, there's some there's some athletes in there. Oh yeah, but uh, sure, that guy was, isn't one of them. Right. Has face tattoos. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> He's a mumble rapper. <laughs> Is he? I don't know, but he looked like. <laughs> From Ohio. I don't give a fuck. Oh, well, God. fuck him automatically. Be ha- memorable, and I will remember your name. <laughs> I That's can all handle, I'm I can handle the face tattoos. I can handle the mumble rapping. But when you when you let me know that they're from across that Ohio River. If that's it to me, when, there'd be more than that's four days in Ohio. To, that's when I start to feel a little bit offended. I know. But yeah, I was listening. So I only made it like four matches in because I wanted to continue my Game of Thrones binge because I'm going right straight through again. Hmm. It's getting pretty. You're running out of time serious. until the next. I'm binging uh, the Last of Us again. Oh, uh, binge playing. Yeah, 
It's just like a movie. I've though. been playing it all day. Like, it's great, isn't it? Well, yeah, and I'm looking for everything and and boosting all the weapons as I go. So it's just a fucking, it's it's just a slobber knocker every time I fucking. You're like the mountain. Going. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going there, start fucking. I don't even attempt. attempt <laughs> I don't even attempt stealth. I throw bombs and come in fucking shooting right after him. You I, you've never played this game, so you might love it. You I, actually would like. I know like what it looks like. I get the gist of it. But I've never played it. Well. You know the story. It's a guy. Imagine The Walking Dead if it was good, and you get. It's to play like it. yes, it's like a zombie, but with well, with drama. Well, it's not really zombie. Yes, it is zombies, but post apocalyptic. Yes, and you're it's going kind, through kind Boston, like, Pittsburgh, kind of like the um, Col- uh, Denver, the road. The, yeah, Salt yes, Lake City. but not quite as dark. Very much not like quite road. as dark as the road. No, yes. right. Actually, has a lot of heart and humor to it. Well, not a lot of humor because <laughs> <laughs> how are you, you gonna laugh? Yeah, you can't laugh at much of that shit. <laughs> um, I, mean, I, I bet I could. Yeah, you probably could. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you like uh, you can upgrade all these weapons and stuff, and I've been they leave shit everywhere, like for you to pick up and and use. But the first time you run through, you're just trying to get to each scene to, without dying, and then y- you get in your head while well, these people are waiting for me. These people are collections of 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 information that are waiting fireflies that are wa- no i'm saying the, the the characters are waiting for you i'm like they'll wait yeah they'll just it's be a, there it's a fucking computer. they're not going anywhere it's a computer game they have to wait for me to fucking engage them so they go keep yeah, it's going. not timed they're npcs they're so you have to go through find all the rooms that are not like you can take a shiv and open up the door and get a bunch of cool shit make bombs smoke bombs uh a fucking nail bomb with fucking scissor parts and shit in it oh. and oh yeah dude it's fucking make your own yeah. yeah it's great yeah and myos is that what i like to call it yeah um it's you go through houses like you can be stealthy if you want and sometimes i am but the only time you really need to be stealthy is around other people like the the monsters are not really that big of a deal they're they're not intelligent they're not you know they're, they're they once you out of sight out of mind you know but the people know where you're at and they're coming to get you so you know, you have to lie in wait, and you know I choke out half the people or stab them with a shiv. It's great choking them out. Yeah, you come up behind them and grab them, and it, it says cube to, str- I mean square to strangle, or you know triangle to shiv them. So right. I usually just choke them because I want to save that shiv. But the game, yeah, you only but, get so many uses of the shiv, right? Well, but you can boost it up. Like I've, I'm up to three uses on one shiv now because oh, you get tremendous. the different manuals and stuff. So what um, do they need to do to make a good Game of Thrones game? Like, like that. Well, for one thing, they need to disregard the show completely. You need to make it from the source material, and you need to make it like a parallel story, like they did with, like they've done with, um, they've done something with, like with the Lord of the Rings. The yeah. Lord yes, of, yeah, uh, Shadow uh, of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor. Great game. Um, Shadow of War is is way better than Shadow of Mordor. I, I haven't played that one. I have it. If you want to, if you want to borrow, cool. It. And, I've, and I've got and I've got three copies of Last of Us. <laughs> How'd you do that? <laughs> Actually, just two. But I'm saying I've got your copy, yeah. and I've got a copy I bought for Annie, and she. Well, no, I bought Annie a copy too. Sent her home with a copy for her PS4, and then I and then I had an extra copy that I had bought. Um, well, there is a Game of Thrones game already. Yeah, it's, it's garbage. It's, just, it's a it's B complete game. Garbage. Like it's a B game, yeah. yeah. What's, it, it's like one of those Telltale games where you... Choose. Well, there's that one, and that's garbage, too. There's a, there, they, did, they were doing a uh, turn-based strategy game, kind of like Age of Empires or something like that, mm-hmm. which is actually not bad, you know, because you could use different techniques to defeat your neighbor. You could either do all-out military, or you could use assassins. You could hire the faceless man. You could do all kinds of shit. So what they need to do is they need to make a game... They don't, but it 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 would be nice to have it shadow the events of 
of the show or the books. It was a solid Beltran. But you could do just a complete different, you know, there, the, the world is so big that yeah, you there, can do there so are, many stuff. There are people that tie in with the story that aren't in the show. Right. You could do something like When I talked about this last two weeks, actually, is that for a spinoff show, and mm-hmm. you could do this with the game, is have this, have the the same timeline as the, as the one through series, seasons one through eight, mm-hmm. but have it told from the perspective of poor people. Like you've got a butcher and you've got a from this place and you've got, you've got a, this a baker and, there's a and then somehow they wa- <laughs> somehow they wind up all being part of the same. You know what I mean? It yeah, all ties together. And, and absolutely. And I and I really that's a great idea. But you could do something like that with just like a, a, a little known warrior and play different people, play different. And then or you, you could, could be a sell sword. And could then you some, could have tournament fighting where you could be Jon Snow and this guy and that. Yeah, yeah. That could, uh, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? That, that like, doesn't. Uh, I mean, it, just, just that's a, not a bad idea, but it doesn't really translate. You know what I mean? It's kind of just like, as just like just as like a, a side feature of the game, a little not, fun, a little not fun as thing. part of right. the story. Well, you know line. how the the Spider Man game, how, how the Star Wars game, like certain you, houses yeah, yeah, you can okay. break into. Yeah, you, yeah. You can be and, Darth Vader, or you can be uh, Emperor. What's his name? But it's just in the fighting stuff. It's not in the storyline. Speaking of, that's an, a segue that we're going to have to grab. What are we grabbing? I sent a clip. Oh yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. To, I don't know if you got it too. Are, are you a big Star Wars fan? I'm a like medium grade Star Wars fan. Like, okay, I'm, I'm up to date on everything. There's this amateur. I don't know who the hell this person is who has done redone the fight between Vader and Obi Wan from A New Hope, and it is fucking brutal, and it is absolutely awesome because you didn't, you know, Alec Guinness like was a, an old man, like and, a CGI. Or it's with actors, but they CGI'd uh, Alec Guinness's face on it. It's filmed, though. It's not. Yes, a, yeah. it's absolutely filmed. And I, actually, on YouTube, might be a little bit better because we can get a full. There, you got a full screen. Fast forward to about a minute. Yeah, there's a lot of explaining. Yeah, there we go. Here comes Obi Wan, Sir Alec Guinness. That is new. This is new. It's. Have you seen the the photoshops I've been sharing from the guy Boss Logic Inc. Yes. His uh he does photoshops of Avengers stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was just doing that, and they saw Disney saw it, and they're like, "Hey, you work for us now." Awesome. This guy might get a job. Yeah, definitely. I would like somebody to do my Vader uh, mall flight this way. Okay. Here Send we go. The idea to somebody find who who made this and send it to him. Now this, I think this is no, that's not the original open. That's a way different angle. I love this. Give a little volume there. I actually paused wrestling whenever you sent this to me because I wanted to see it because I heard a lot about it. Our long-awaited meeting has come at last. The circle is now complete. I wish you'd call him a peckerwood. I was about to learn. Now like I in a, am the master. Only a master of evil. And here we go. Let's get to it. And there they fucking start going, man. This is what it should have been. Obi-Wan's still tough, though. You can't win. He's like Sebastian. Yeah, if you a lot. me down, I shall become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. And I will show you the true nature of That's awesome. But here comes the most awesome part. And Vader's on fire, and he's still fighting. <laughs> That's so amazing. <laughs> I love that how they're just the way Jedi fight is like let's pause it for one second can you not pause alright the way Jedi fight is not like anything else having 
prescience. You know, you could block this way. You know, and I'm not saying that other sword fighters don't fight that way, but it's that's more of a stylistic thing. They make them fight this way because they do can anticipate moves. They can like they're inside the force when they're fighting, so they can. It's like choosing between you know choose your own adventure basically, which which move is likely next. You know, so they can block like this. They don't even have to look. They can throw something from across the room. You know, force push each other. They use all that in this fucking fight, and they have never done that in another. Star Wars movie fight. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. There's a little bit of. There she is. A little bit of old stock footage. Yes. Are you safe? For the moment, we're in the main hangar across the ship. I tell you what, the scoring of the Star Wars is oh, it's fucking tremendous. Fucking Williams. Is he still alive doing it? Yeah. yeah. Courage. Good will it do us if he gets himself killed? Okay, then we're gonna go back to the fight here in a second. Yep. It's fucking awesome, dude. Got him there with one. I like how sometimes it does just generate into punches and shit like that. Yeah. Just whatever you can do to get over on somebody. And this move is awesome. And then he's That's fucking badass dude We should have saved it for favorite things But I just couldn't wait It's oh, and we, just we talk about Chewie dying Yeah we Peter Mayhew Yeah that is sad we kept you. But I'm saying that the Jedi Have not been done A good, a good service by people In Star Wars, written from a Game of Thrones context, Game of Thrones context, would be far better. Like with violence and you know, fucking and fucking and cussing and all the backbiting and all incest. that shit. Give me Why some not? of that incest, moral, baby. Moral ambiguity, oh, absolutely. Alcoholism. It does have slight moral ambiguity because Vader, while he is evil, did redeem himself in the end. Yeah, and well, he's the he's the quintessential. He's Theon. Theon's yeah, an evil he's actually, motherfucker, though. Yeah, but he's also he turned around. Yeah, but he didn't. Let's, okay, let's do that for a second. I want to derail this for a second. Let's let's pick it's a pick a pick yeah. a Star Wars character and then which, compare which, them. To which Game, Game of, Thrones? of Thrones character is he? Okay, she? Luke. That's easy. He's Jon Snow. Luke is Jon Snow. Um, Vader. Theon's Jamie. Actually, yeah, that's kind fairly of. close. It we does, don't know yet. We don't know if he's going to redeem him, stay redeemed. Well, he, as far as I'm concerned, he's redeemed. He right will. Now. Well, uh, the point is, is that he he's gone from villain to hero. Yeah, um, to lover of big woman. We'll get into that. Oh, well, we're going to get into it. I'm pissed. <laughs> um, well, I mean, there's so many different characters though. It's hard to equate them all. Leia would be Daenerys. Or no, um, no, Leia might even be. Maybe Le- I think Leia would be almost like Sansa or something. Because Sansa's getting in on some uh, strategy. Um, yeah. Wh- who's the? What's the name of the new chick? Ray. Ray is Arya. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Except for Arya is infinitely more badass. Yeah, she's the most badass. Yeah, it's it's a great character. Um, I liked her from the first time oh, I read God. about her in the book. She's I mean, tremendous. Torment is Chewie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. God, I love him. I love him so much. I just watched the episode, his he, debut, whenever he, and they thought he uh, John John bowed to him. Your grace. <laughs> you hear that? Now you have to bow, kneel and bow every time God, I, I fought. fought. <laughs> he's I. He jumps off the screen. See, and he's, he's so and his character. The Tormund character in the book is different, of course. For one thing, he's as wide as he is tall. Like, he's a gigantic man, but not tall. He's he's, he's just 5'11". Yeah, just fucking stacked mountain of a fucking guy, but he's not very tall. I think Braun, Braun is either... He's like a combination of Boba Fett and Han Solo. Yeah, that's actually... That's that's a good Wouldn't one. Wouldn't Han be Sir Davos since they're smugglers? No. 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 Sir Davos is a bit of a coward. Davos isn't flashy. <laughs> no, he isn't. He's not, he's, he's, a not, he's not flashy and arrogant like Han is. Right. Well, so the, Jamie could even be Han or uh, Dario Naharis, who I'm, I'm predicting it. He's, who's da- who's that? He's he, the one. Daenerys' second lover after Drogo. He, he's a sellsword. Okay, he's the good-looking guy. They changed it. They yeah. changed him. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. The guy who played him originally was garbage. He was he was too good-looking. Which I'm kind of no, he's just which I'm kind of halfway. <laughs> I'm just kind of halfway wondering if the second sons are going to show up out of nowhere. And I think the they are, but they're not going to save the because he still loves uh, Daenerys. Needs she needs three betrayals, and only two have happened. So we've got two episodes left. Is that the prophecy? Up. Yes. Betrayed once for love, once for gold, once for blood. Who betrayed her first? Uh, who betrayed her first was Mary Mazdor, who she saved her life and she betrayed oh, that's her. The, was that the old lady, the magic lady? Yes, the witch. Yeah, okay. Yeah. She was from the lamb, the Lazarine. The, yeah, they had the her lamb as a, people. They had her as a captive. Who basically killed Khal Drogo. Yes, and I and you know what? In her defense. I'd have done the same shit. You destroyed all my people. Fuck you. Now that motherfucker it dies, too. It was really stupid for her to trust her. It was. Absolutely. Right. She'd been raped. She but she said, was a little kid. She said, kid. I've been raped ten times. She was practically a little kid. Yeah, she time. was. And and she thought that just by saving her life would be... And she's like, what did you actually save? Look to your call and see what you've saved. You know, that's a great line. And, you know, that's what... And she's basically telling her, that's what I had left. Life. Not, you know, survival, basically. Not life. Survival. You know, so there's that. Gold was Sir Jorah. So now we have love. What did, now, what did That's Jorah do? That's an easy one to read. When did Jorah turn, turn his back on her? Oh, shit. He betrayed her from the very beginning. He he was reporting on her to Varys. He, didn't, telling her, okay, he, he yeah. didn't betray her. He was initially a spy. Yeah. So he actually he, saved her life a few times. He actually times. betrayed. He actually yeah. betrayed the by becoming loyal to her. Well, yeah, but it was. But and it's and it's. Uh, Incubation. It was a. It was a. And he a he should have fucking told her as soon as he became loyal. He should have said, "Listen, here's what's up." He thought he could get away with not saying anything. That would be a hard conversation to have, you know. Khaleesi. I think that that. I think. I think that. that I don't think there's any excuse. I think. You know what I mean? Like if you're really loyal to someone, yeah, and you you initiated your relationship with them as a spy with malicious intent. Mm-hmm. And you come around and become loyal to them. You got to spill it. You, you gotta, absolutely yeah. have to come forward. And, and I think he probably eventually would have. Like, and, and I liked Jorah, and he's redeemed himself many times over. But he got what he deserved for that. He's a good singer and guitar player too. I don't know if you have seen him doing the. So I've is heard, um, so I've is heard. Tormund. Tormund can play and sing, and so can uh, the, Hound. the Hound. Right, Rory McCann. I think is they should name. tour together. Right, sure. Just fucking get a little acoustic act going. Yeah. Tormund and the Hound. <laughs> I saw. Uh, they play like she and him type happy yeah. love songs <laughs> about each other. No, yeah, I know exactly what they have to play. Air Supply song. Yes. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving time. 
What a good I, I dig your stuff. <laughs> um, oh shit. Um, who would uh, who would uh, Kylo Ren be? He's just Vader. You know, as as no, he's no, he's Joffrey in Game of Thrones. He's no, not Joffrey. He's not Joffrey. Oh come on! Because he's because no. he, he's Joffrey's he's, old. Tommen? Joffrey's not even human. He's just no. Tommen's just too sweet. He's he's such a sweet. I person. think that I think that Ky- Kylo. You know what Ren- else is too sweet, brother? The NWO, dude. <laughs> now, now. Nobody just saw that, but we did the too sweet. <laughs> we thing. did the too sweet thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that Kylo Ren. Um. He's he's a little bit like the Hound in a way, uh, except not good. No, I think Kylo Ren. I think Kylo. You think Ren, he's going to redeem himself in the end? I'm not. I'm not going to call my shot, but I. I don't think that he's. He's not lost. He's he's struggling. He's not pure evil. I think. Well, he's not. I'll, I will grant you that he's not pure evil. I do agree. But do I think he will eventually be lost? Yes, I, I think, think that. Uh, I don't. I think he. Will not come back from all the shit he's done. I think it's I don't know, I don't know what I think, but um, that's a tough one. Kylo Ren, who, who what Game of Thrones character? Hmm. There's another parallel between Theon and Vader is how Theon burned the kids. Vader killed all killed the old Jedi's in, in the shitty prequels that nobody wants to mention. <laughs> yeah. uh, they actually did mention one character from it, which I was actually kind of, you know, uh, kind of gave me that, you know, kind of moment was uh, when they actually called uh, the Emperor Darth Sidious instead of the Emperor. Uh-huh. I, I thought that was kind of nice. I mean, uh, Lucas... <clears throat> He did drop the ball, man. I mean, there, there's there's no other With the way. Prequels? Oh, they're fucking horrid. They're so bad. Yeah, man. I I've mean, only watched them once, and I was like, "That's plenty. That's good." Yeah, I mean, you got to fast forward through so many scenes just to get. I through watched. Them. I watched one, a cut that this, took Jar Jar Banks out it of took, it. It took all three of the prequels and put them together in a two and a half hour thing. Episode two that is, was pretty watchable. Episode two hmm. is one of the worst films ever. Made. Yeah, you're absolutely correct about that. That is, it was it's unwatchable in, bad. It's just a slap into the in the face of the Star Wars community. I mean, at the end, we, I mean... That unwatchable. Is, yeah, it is unwatchable. It's so bad. And it's just, it had so much potential. You're going to have a bunch of Jedi, and then all of them are human. Why would you do that? <laughs> make them fucking giant. Make them small. Make them. You know what I mean? They're they're gathered from all over the galaxy. You know, do all kinds of crazy shit. You had you're dizzy. You had the fucking money. Do it and and do most of it with practical effects. Do that. But fucking Lucas is so enamored with fucking digital effects. He, I remember whenever uh, he added, so, whenever he had a digital effects in like '96. Actually, they, the first one wasn't bad. They put him back out in theaters. Yeah, and I took uh, my girlfriend at the time and her little brother to see the first one when it came back out, and that was probably the first time as uh, an older teenager that I'd seen them. I saw them when I was a little kid, of course, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, this is pretty fucking great." And I played yeah. the video game with the kid on the N64 or whatever it was. Shadows of the Empire. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it was a good. I day. will say that the the millennial. The millennial liberal obsession with "quote unquote" science, which really they just love technology, is the equivalent is is the cultural equivalent of Star Wars Episode Two. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's like you're, you know what I mean? Like they, I know what you mean. I, I'm trying to make make it. Make I, know, I, I know. I know. I'm getting the parallel that yeah. that it's it's a bunch of things you. You like, know what, that what, seem good, superfluous. But, like, yeah. yeah, George Lucas is infatuation with 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 that new technology <sighs> didn't yield. You know, didn't yield the, the 
truth. It didn't yield the best thing. Look at that toe, son. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a, that's, it shouldn't that's be broke that big. as a motherfucker. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, I just kind of want to stomp it now. You just got to just <laughs> tilt it up a little bit and hold it that Actually, way. Actually, I can move it now. It's, I, it, I mean, you can it walk. might just be extremely stone, like a stone bruise. You ever get a stone oh, bruise yeah. on, the, on the... Or a stove. Yeah. Like stoved, yeah. Sometimes, I mean, with the toe, there's not even that much of a difference. It's just going to hurt and be swollen for a while. And, and then One thing you won't be, be able to do is yoga. Why not? Because the you work on your toes a lot. Yeah, you do. The, it's, well, at least in the DDP, do you get on the down dog and you get on your toes? And I don't know if I'm going to be able you to do squatting and deadlift. You can that. cheat. You absolutely. I encourage you to cheat. Just uh, drape a foot one foot over the other one. It ain't gonna hurt. Should I do planks? Yes. I did uh, this one workout uh, yesterday. I've done it before, but I was able to successfully do. The 10 second push ups, like you mm-hmm. down 10 seconds, hold 10 seconds, and back up for 10 seconds. So a 30 second push up. Essentially. Then you go down again for 10 seconds, hold for 10 seconds, and you can fall flat on your belly. I was able to do two of those, and it was fucking rough. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> usually they're three to five. Right. But, uh, and then, then there's another one I did. It's only 25 minutes, but it's a murderer because um, there's four sets of 10 regular push ups. And then at the end of those regular push-ups, you go down for five seconds, and then hold for five seconds, and then you can go back down. I'm getting better at at the the push-ups and shit. Um, so anyway, back to nerd talk. <laughs> That's essentially the show now. Essentially, I mean, why not? No, it's it's good. I mean, I'm all, I'm all for uh, it. Um, uh, the the trailer for the new Star Wars looks good. Looks actually pretty dope. Yeah, it does. JJ Abrams had to step in and save it again. No, that's what he did the first you're time. Talking about and the then, next episode with Ray and them. Yes. Yeah. The rise of and the then Ryan Johnson. As much as I wanted to like it, I got to be honest, it's not that good. Which one was it? Uh, the Last Jedi. It's not that good. Did he do that that one or did he do the uh, the war one? Uh, uh, the one with the girl who steals the plans for the Death Star and oh, that's Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One. No. Right? I like that one a lot. That one's good. I didn't like it at first, but then I looked at it through a different context. I looked at it as, as a, like a spy. St- a war movie Right Instead of Star Wars And then I liked it A lot better Yeah But uh The Last Jedi had Some fucking great moments It did But The fucking In the Red Hall Where they Where they kill uh, Snoke 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 And then the fight With all the Samurai <sighs> Red Mother That was good That was good But you know His death is just so That's a sore, sore point They built him up so much And Well that's why I thought the laughing at the end of the uh, thing would be him. I hadn't read everybody confirming that it was fucking uh, Palpatine. What he's going to do is he is an he. What what's going to happen is is he is a a golem that uh, Palpatine assembled. I, I guarantee it. That's why his body looks so fucked up. Okay, that's how I would write it. Like so he was some kind of anim- He was some some kind of puppet that he had put together th- th- with living parts in the Force. And so and so he's he he's like Jeff Dunham. <laughs> and Snoke <laughs> is like Walter or the the uh, suicide bomber guy that he has. I'll end a date over a girl <laughs> that she likes Jeff Dunham. <laughs> I love that Jeff Dunham. Well, uh, it gets we're done here. Let me drop you off. You should have my house snow in the street. Get out. No, just, just leave. <laughs> you should do what I do. Um, use that like um, your very first question they ask them. Ask them if they like Jeff Dunham. I always ask what their favorite racial slur is. To see what kind of sense of humor they got. Yeah. It doesn't get very far. Yeah. A lot of people don't have very good senses of humor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys just want to get into the latest episode of Thrones? Yeah. 
Okay. Let better me play the umbrage sticker music. Oh, we're going to get in the umbrage. Fuck it. Why, oh, you do don't this. like it? I thought that was the fucking worst episode they've ever made. Hmm. I'm not saying there was it was all bad, but... They killed that fucking... They killed that fucking dragon. Spoiler alert. Hold on. Let me get this fucking song going, John. We're, you're, you're out of pocket right now, son. That's a... Oh, come on. Go back to the beginning. Thank you. <laughs> so, spoiler alert. Yeah, everybody's seen it by now. Yeah. We're talking about... Talking throne Shit. That you might not want to hear. So everyone should just switch it off. All right, I'll stop recording. <laughs> just scream into the abyss. Um, <laughs> no, like, like I've re- like I've been, and you know, we watch some of the like people criticize who criticize, for example, um, the, the long the night. Winterfell battle, so the battle for Winterfell. And when you, see, it's just like any time you listen to criticism that's being done by smart people, it starts to make sense to you. It's easy to criticize. Yeah. And so, and there have been some things throughout this season, and the la- and season seven and season six that I really wanted to criticize, but I haven't because it's not outwardly because it's still a great show, and I'm grateful for this awesome entertainment that I get for practically nothing. Right. But I, I'm I'm crossing the line for this episode. They fucking killed Rhaegal out of nowhere. For no fucking apparent reason. How the fuck can you be flying a dragon a thousand feet up in the air and not see a fleet of fucking pirate ships with fucking <laughs> with fucking scorpion crossbows on them? I don't know. How could you get ambushed by a fucking fleet of ships Were they really when you're on Yeah, when you're on a fucking dragon? It's just, you know what I mean? And they killed him, there was like there was no plot purpose for that. It wasn't like the, the dragon never even got to redeem himself in any way. It's like he survived. You might as well just have fucking killed him at the Battle of Winterfell if you, if you needed him to die. That's true. For the purposes of the plot, that was just a gratuitous, and the way it shot him in the neck, and it was just fucking gruesome. I was, I, I was watching that the whole time thinking, like, this is a dream or something. Like, they're going to have to run this back and show, oh, no, he's actually so. Like, the, in professional like, wrestling. Everyone loves the fucking dragons. In professional wrestling, yeah. there's a thing called a hope spot. Is when the the good guy comes back for a short amount of time, and then the bad guy takes back over. The hope spot was him showing up at the beginning, and then flying through the air, and, and just then, and the way they presented it, it's like the the fucking victorious music was playing. They're like, dun, 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 dun. we're gonna go take the king. Then all of a sudden, it was just like fucking re- record squatch. Then he gets fucking shot in the it's neck. It's in the way that she. <laughs> that was awful, and even worse than that, the one that really gets me because it's, for personal reasons. Is the way that they totally fucked up Jamie's character arc? We don't what, have any sex totally. with Brienne. He had sex with Brienne f- like four times or whatever, two times, and then all of a sudden he's like, "I'm going back to Cersei." After he already abandoned Cersei and said, "I fight for the living," went through the Battle of Winterfell where he saw the sacrifices that this that that crew made to save the whole fucking continent. We don't know that yet. And then all of a sudden, yes, we do. And then all of a sudden. He's like, you know what? I think I like Cersei now. We don't That's th- not like Jamie at all. But we don't know that he's not going back there to kill Cersei. That's what I meant. Why would he break Brienne's heart for no fucking reason? He, 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 he should have just he might not make it back. He should have just said, "Listen, 
I have to go do something. The way it was presented was dog shit. That was the worst. And the fact that it went from this huge twist where like, oh, him and Brianna are in love. And they're like sharing a bed and he's going to stay in Winterfell with her. To all of a sudden. Yeah, that was jarring. It was garbage writing. And that, now there are a few parts of the episode I'll say we're redeeming. Like I like, I like the scene with Sansa and the Hound, the way she kind of holds his hand and it's warm and she kind of acknowledges that you saved my life. And I see the good in you. Right. There, there were some really good scenes in there, but there were several things that I that I thought were just like just inexcusable. Like that's just that's just fucking. You guys are. I'm 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 like on board now with the critics. Like I think they're dumb and dumber. I think these guys are fucking stupid. They pronounce Missandei Missandei. Both of them do it. Both of the fucking writers say Missandei. You're fucking writing the show and you can't even pronounce the fucking character the way they pronounce it on the fucking show. <laughs> you don't know how to fucking, you know, how you don't understand, um, you know, what's the word? Uh, where you're fucking, you know, the putting the stress in the right place on a word. Put the emphasis in the right syllable. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I've, I've crossed the bridge. This episode has turned me into a non-fan of these fucking of Dumb and Dumber. What they they, they call them, Dumb and Dumber, because they're fucking stupid. Well, I, 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 <laughs> how do you how do you explain those two things? The, the 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 fucking dragon dying for no reason. I don't. And them shitting on Jamie's character arc. I don't. I consider them bad choices, maybe, but. But there's no excuse. They, you know what I mean. Like they're supposed to be the best show writers. We've in the got world. two shows left. Let's, is, let's see. This is what the they best do. show. Well, here's what I think is going to happen. I will get into this real quick. I'm, I think I have a theories too. I have a little theory about Jamie. Um, so Jamie's going to go back. I think maybe Jamie's going to go back. I think maybe Jamie's going to get captured. I think Cersei's going to be like, like torturing Jamie and shit, using him as bait for Brienne. And Brienne's going to like that's going to cause Brienne to have a. a she doesn't care anything about Brienne. Such a small part of the whole. I'm not saying that she, I'm not board. saying that she's doing it to get at Brienne. I'm saying she's she's going to torture Jamie for betraying her. Oh, okay, that's fair. And it's going to cause mm-hmm. Brienne to be like, now you've got a fucking romantic reason for Brienne to have this hero moment. Sure, she's going to wind up fighting the uh, the mountain. She's going to get um, oh, be- she- bested, and then the hound is going to come through and. Save her from the mountain. Something like that. That's that's what I've Everybody's like. waiting for Clegane Bowl. Everybody's I waiting think, for it. I think uh, it'll be Arya and the Hound that team up on the mountain. Yeah, I liked, I also like the Arya and Hound scenes. Oh, I, I oh. want them to have their own spinoff. I love them together. They're they're funny. They're assholes to each other. It's great. It is great. Why so did they nice get dynamic. rid of the second dragon off the cuff for no reason like that? Why would you do that? Because it, maybe it's hard to have a battle and and explain why you have two dragons and you're not just wiping the fucking floor with them as opposed to one dragon. Maybe I'm saying that's a that's that, a, that's far less stupid than what they did. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you that it was bad decisions. They were bad decisions, but I, I'm. You know, it just doesn't turn me off to it. It's like, I don't know. I, I, I think at this point we've waited this long. These dragons have come this far, and Rhaegal really only had one fucking battle too. I think uh, oh, more than that. No, he 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 was part of saving saving the dream team from the White Walkers when they stupidly that's another thing that was fucking stupid sending all your most important characters north to capture one White Walker and having no plan whatsoever that was fucking stupid what was that season six that was terrible that was seven right that was seven mm-hmm. yeah middle of season seven yeah well 
I think the reason they did that is because they all play so well together, yeah. and they got to give them something to do. All right, <laughs> but, but but there's there's this logic element, right? Like people, a lot of a lot, you know, if you just make it logical and make it real and believable, the emotions come. They're like they're sacrificing logic to try to get elicit a certain emotional response. It's typical show running. So if you ever you know you watch the mo- uh, the show Love. Yeah, where they're writing uh, th- that fucking stupid movie Wichita. Yeah, it's about witches and just like the way that they get together and write. Ooh, that would be good. And it's so fucking stupid. So you're saying it's a product of committee thinking? That's how I see this going down. I see mm. these motherfuckers sitting around drinking their fucking lattes and just being like, "Well, somehow we've aspired to this really important role in finishing this really important show. That's the greatest show of all time. So we're going to fuck it up." Well, okay, but let me just say this, okay? I've had massive disagreements with somebody whose opinion I really respect over the Dark Tower. You want to name them? No. They think the Dark Tower is a waste of time because of the end scene and all that stuff. I, and, and I go with what Stephen King said. It's the journey, not the destination. I love the Dark Tower. I read it, I read it all the time. I'll, read it. I'll pick an individual book even out of order and just read it because I love those books. The end book was a great book. And yes, the ending wasn't exactly what everybody wanted. But that's what he wrote. And he actually, to shut him up, he actually wrote another ending. He's like, there, if, that, if you don't like that, read that. And so, Stephen King doesn't do that. So what you're saying is it's not, about the, uh, it's not about the end. It's about the friends we make along the way. I guess and I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what fucking reference that is <laughs> I don't either It's just a meme that goes around yeah. <laughs> Live, laugh, love is what yes. I'm saying Yeah, yeah <laughs> Hope floats Something I don't know <laughs> It's in the way that you use it Yes um, <laughs> What did you think about uh, the goodbye scene As they're leaving to go south Like he says bye to Tormund He says bye to um well, I mean, I was kind of surprised actually because I thought they were in it for the long haul, you know. Yeah, I, w- I would figure Tormund was, is going to go down there with him. That doesn't his make- has nothing to do with him. Yeah, because he's going back. He's going home to the true north. Yeah. Here's what I think is going to happen: John's going to go south, and they're going to win. He's going to be the guy that gets the throne. He's going to be like, "Fuck it," and then he goes up and joins the Wildlings. <laughs> and Winterfell, he hangs out at Winterfell, but he he wants to go hang out with his homies because he because he wants to be free. Free for well, the wall will be after this. The wall will be useless. Yeah, it's mostly gone anyway. Now, oh, it's just a big path. No, it's a big through. chunk well, out of it. It's not, East it's Watch not. is destroyed. Yeah, East Watch is gone. But I mean, the rest of it's fine. Yeah, but there there is no reason to. I mean, it was never built to keep the wildlings out to begin with at all. It was built to keep the White Walkers out or the others. I like calling them the others just because I'm an, I do it and I'm a, and I'm a prick on the inside. <laughs> That's something you don't know about the others. <laughs> the others is what they called them in the books. Yeah, they didn't call them White Walkers. They didn't call them White Walkers too, but that was a like a uh, not the name. Sort the of name like was on the others. On Walking Dead, they call them Walkers and they call them. Uh, well, it's like sometimes you call buzz them heads Sometimes you call them Spicks and sometimes you call them Wetbacks. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Holy shit. <laughs> what? He's talking about White Walkers. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like Mexican food. <laughs> We're going to build a wall to keep the White Walkers out. <laughs> um, yeah, what do you think about that, John? Going down and helping and winning the throne, giving it to Gendry, and then fucking leaving. Gendry, and Gendry actually is in the line of succession. He's just not in the... Daenerys is going to go crazy What's going to happen with her Well, I've been noticing this She's been going crazy the entire time She has to be talked down from 
burning places to the ground every time well, something happens. They're going to have one of those moments that's going to be like fucking the usual suspects. Kyra Soze, it's just going to start making sense to somebody. It already makes sense to the person who is the most intelligent person on the show. Barris. Yeah. I he's the he, dude. He's awesome. Matt Penfield, and I, and I like the way. fact that he's completely unafraid. He's like, we'll take care of her if, the, if it comes to that, and he has no doubt that he can get it done. You know what I mean? Like somebody who thinks that many moves ahead. You know, he and wanted that, her on the throne. Okay, but, that that reminds me is that I also another thing I don't like is the turn that Varys made. Where okay, let's let's think about this history right with Varys as he relates to Daenerys. He turned on the on all the seven, the all the Westerosi potential heirs, the, the people that could be ruled, and he went across the sea, took Tyrion across the sea to take him to Daenerys because he believed that she is the best choice to rule the seven kingdoms, and that will be the best thing for the realm. For she was the people, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Well, now I'm going to turn on her." It's just. It, it, his character got fucked up in the same way Jamie's did. He did a 180 in a way that wasn't appropriate. Well, I he, think he, he does not suffer a tyrant. I mean, he, he said we suffered too many already. But Daenerys just fucking saved the day. She sacrificed over half of her army to save Westeros. She hasn't done anything that she hasn't done from the beginning, you know, to make her to make him turn on her. Well, what it is is he see. Remember in the scene where they're after the battle, the very opening scene where everybody's drinking and having fun. Everybody's gathering around Jon Snow. Everybody's patting Jon Snow on the back. He's and get, she doesn't like it. He's, get, he's getting all getting the cred, mad. even though she fucking made the biggest sacrifice and she made the biggest. But he's the one that got everybody there. Well, I'm saying, but she didn't. You know what I mean? Like she came out of nowhere and and sacrificed her and most of her army and one of her dragons. To save these motherfuckers. They absolutely couldn't have done it without her. And Jon Snow's getting hurrahed the whole time. I think it's because he's the one that rallied the troops. Not he's, saying, he's not saying coach. of he's, course he deserves hurrahed, but they're just kind of like no one's... You think there's more hurrah to go around? Well, I well, nobody's I, ever trusted. I, I, hard. Let's, let's be fair. Let's I, be understand, frank. I understand why... If you're going to be frank, I'll be Joe. I understand why Daenerys is frustrated because she's like I'm, it's like, I'm the rightful king. I'm the rightful you know, queen at this point since no one knows that Jon is... Who he is, uh, but yet I'm still not, because I'm not from here. I'm I'm a foreigner. I'm not getting the love that that John gets. Who who just who just no matter what he does, no matter how stupid he is, everybody just fucking loves him. Well, you know what I mean? Well, let's be fair. I mean, the history of this continent with the Targaryens is not a pleasant one. It never has been. They've always been tyrants. Even when they were good, they were tyrants. They they told a bunch of people your well, your kingdoms don't nobody, matter. Nobody has a legitimate claim to the throne, in my opinion. I'm a fucking anarchist. I don't believe in monarchy. <laughs> well, I, but I mean, but, but we're applying that to a fictional to a fictional show. I I mean, uh, yes, in theory. But I'm saying that if you're going to go, if if you're going to get into logic, these people's heads to why they don't like her is because nobody likes the Targaryens. They've never liked them. Like they came across the sea 300 years before that burned everybody at the battle of the uh, Gladden fields. They burned everybody, not Gladden fields. What the, what the name was? Uh, um, Comiskey park. <laughs> they burned, they burned everybody. Like Boomer, Boomer Ballfield yeah. <laughs> had a lot of great times up there. A- Appalachian Power Park. Yeah. Um, no, they it was what at a battle at a, at a battle, and the Targaryens were grossly outnumbered. And what happens? Fucking dragons show up, Balerion and, and a couple other ones, and burn everybody to a fucking crisp. And that's when Torrin Stark is the king who knelt, knelt. He like, hey, 
yeah, let's not all die. Let me just give my kingdom over because we don't have a fucking chance. They never liked it. Nobody ever liked it. The Stormlands didn't like it. The Westlands didn't like it. The South. Dorne actually never surrendered. How long did the Targaryens rule? There's something to be said for the fact, though, that... out of nowhere, she fucking birthed these fucking dragons, walked through fire and birthed these fucking dragons, and that the fucking red woman and the god of light and the fucking faceless people and everybody have conspired to get her to where she is. Mm-hmm. It kind of suggests that in some cosmic way, maybe she is the rightful ruler. I agree with you. Yeah. But I'm saying that you have to understand, I mean, they didn't, you think they didn't make... The, the the scenes they they put up there where it showed the the people of the north like staring at them, you know, with mistrust. That's because that's who they are. They don't trust Targaryens. They don't trust outsiders. Well, they don't trust and, Lannisters and, either. Well, I mean, it's the that's same the shit. truth. Well, but they trust a Lannister, Lannister more than they do a Targaryen. Although that's debatable. But you know, it's um, you know, there have been a a handful of good Targaryen kings. There's King Daron the Good, and they called him the Good because he was a good king. There's you know, but there's been so many bad ones. So many bad ones. There's been Baylor the Blessed, who was so weak he couldn't do anything. There was uh, Magor the Cruel. There was, uh, you know, there was all these bad fucking kings. And everybody was just like, well, we can't really do anything. They've got the dragons. And, and by the end, when the dragons were done, it was just a matter of time. You know, it was just like, we got to get these fuckers out of here. They're not from here. You know, they're not even from Essos. They're from Valyria. Valyria is his own place. You know, they're, they're not, one thing I don't know a lot about is well, the Valyria topography. Is, Valyria is in Essos, right? It technically is in Essos, but it was always its own place. Like the the freehold of Valyria is, is far different than say uh, Talos or Valyria uh, Man, Val, Mantaris. Valyria or, is the Dorn of Essos. Yeah, in a sense, actually, kind of reversed. Yeah, it's like you know because Valyria is fairly far north, I believe, uh, for Essos. Actually, I don't even know what the climate of Valyria actually was. I think it was fairly, fairly mild. Probably temperate, probably like UK. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's 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 not the Targaryens are not the Andals. They're not the First Men. They're not even the, the Roinar. They're the freehold of Valyria. They're a, they're an otherworldly group of people. Like some of you might suggest, they had fairy blood. Well, they're so, like they're kind of like elves in a way. You know, yeah, actually, they're a lot like classic elves from from uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Except they don't live forever. So. They are human, yes, and they can die like regular men. But you know, but they're not they're not vulnerable to a lot of diseases. Like they don't get the flu, they don't get uh, they don't get plagues. They don't get you know. It's weird. Like yeah. for some reason, their blood allows them to not get these things. Um, physically, I'd say they're as well made, if not better, well made than most people. You know, they're they're a very handsome group, but again, people don't understand the Targaryens are only one family of Valyria. There were so many families, mm-hmm. and they were actually one of the weaker families. It, that's one of the reasons they were at Dragonstone is because they were so they were getting pushed out of the the intrigue that was happening in Valyria, and they just kind of went, well, you know, we can't compete there. Let's just build this place over here. You know, so kind of like the story of America, <laughs> in a sense, yes. Um, Okay, there's like I'm looking at the map. There's like all kinds of other continents that yeah. they haven't even explored. Yeah, Sothros. Like listeners, yeah, go look at um, look at Game of Thrones map, ET, and just look at how much. Like I like looking at maps. Ibn. 
and just look at how, how fucking vast and like how like how amazing this world is. But he's, he said he is. He has literally said, "I am not writing anything about those." <laughs> he, he's actually said that. Does he said if anybody else wants to, they can? Yeah, he does show. not like fan fiction. He does not encourage it. He he's talked about how he's like he's like yes, I'm flattered that somebody would want to write something in my world, but write your own thing. You know, so, so he wouldn't VC Andrews it and no. let somebody take over. No, <laughs> um, if he dies before it's written, he'll probably have. I would say Tad Williams would finish it. Are they homies? He loves Tad Williams' work. Like Tad Williams just released uh, Empire of Grass, which is the second, uh, the second book in the new Austin Art series. I told you about the the Dragon Bone Chair and all those. He just released it, and, and George R. R. Martin cannot say enough good things about it. That's awesome. Somebody needs to get on making that because that is actually more. That would actually be far more filmable than the Game, Game of Thrones. He wrote that on purpose to not be able to be filmed. <laughs> so, who do you think could do it? HBO, HBO, or, definitely, or Netflix. a rival network who wanted to make something that as good as Game of Thrones. Showtime might want to throw in their hat and throw some money at Showtime that. Showtime does pretty good, or Cinemax might stuff. want to. Well, and, Cinemax and I, is and, but, HBO. but the thing about it was, is is that in a sense, uh, a Song of Ice and uh, not a Song of Ice and Fire, uh, Memory Star and Thorn would be more expensive than Game of Thrones wow. because the people cannot be human. You have to you have to animate them. Oh god! So yeah, That'd be I mean, very expensive. That's what I'm saying. The, the Sithy do not look human at all. They're a combination of bird, cat. Oh Jesus! Uh, yeah, they have they have like sharp teeth, but at the same time they have uh, they're real golden skinned. What's the dick situation? They never really talk about how they they can mate with humans. They never talk about how um, you know how they stack up or whatever. But um, hey, they're just so beautiful to look at. You know that that people are just get. Mesmerized by them, the women especially, like they the Sithy women are, but they don't look human at all. It's just like this weird. Of course, they look human, but they look like they're oddly jointed, but they're really graceful. And he purposely writes them to be. You can't really figure out what they are. You know cool. what I mean? Like uh, sounds dope. Uh, the the man the, the Sithy men are very slender, uh, average height for a human, maybe a little bit taller. Um, very thin and and light, but strong. Like there's one at one point, there's this giant dude who I had with him, and it's a friendly arm wrestling match, and he's struggling with this Sithy guy. Like, and the Sithy guy's he's not even he's he's not even shaking. He's just kind of looking at him, and he's 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 putting forth effort, but the human guy's fucking arms are huge, and he's trying to pull this guy down. And he and everybody's shouting encouragement. They're like, why can't he beat this fucking guy? He's three times his size. You know what I mean? And it's that's the way the Sith are. Then you have the the very tro- dense muscles. Then you have the trolls who are from Yakank who are uh, they're about this tall. Uh, Benedict rides a wolf, a giant wolf called Kentaka. And, um, you know, then you have these, you know, the Norns, which are evil Sithy, and they have black eyes. And, you know, it's a really rich, amazing fantasy work. You know, uh, reading it again, but a lot of it is psychological because uh, the powers going on are some of them are just below the surface. You don't we don't see it. We're, we're not capable of seeing the things the Norns and the Sithy do to each other. Like, it's not magic in a conventional sense. It's just warping reality. So, you know, it's... Dude, it's fucking amazing. Like, the the, the last book, uh, To Green Angel Tower, is like 2,000 pages long. Jesus. It's fucking huge. It took, two, it took two giant paperbacks to get the hardback. You know? So, 
Yeah, but I'm saying that you know ta- that George R. R. Martin. Had, that's the reason he wrote a song "Wise and Fire." He's quite. He said it a hundred times. He said, "I love that series so much that I wanted to write an epic fantasy." He had never written an epic fantasy to that point. Yeah, he was writing like just he novels. Wrote some sci- he wrote some sci-fi. He wrote a very good vampire book called Fever Dream. I've got a signed copy of that. Um, he wrote uh, the Armageddon Rag. He wrote. Uh, you know he's written so many great works. He's a great writer. Uh, the Wildcard series, which I think they are developing right now, it's a superhero series where this plague sweeps the world and turns people into superheroes or supervillains. The superheroes are called aces, and the supervillains are called jokers. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, it's really fun, and everybody's powers are different. You know, so you know, and some of it's set in a World War II. It's very steampunkish. Oh, okay. you know I mean? yeah, it's going to be fucking. It'd be tremendous. It sounds like an Amazon thing. Like, sounds like some Amazon might pick. Yeah, up. I mean, George R. R. Martin, his 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 Fever Dream would be a great movie if somebody would just make a single shot movie out of that. That would be great. Uh, he never wrote another Fever Dream book. Um, but I'm saying that Tad Williams, he loved that series so much that he wanted to write his own epic fantasy. And Tad Williams, his works are so untapped. He has so many good books that could, he could, they could make an animated movie called out of Tail Chaser Song. Tail Chaser Song is about a cat, and cats are sentient, but they but they talk to each other, but they don't talk to us. You know what I mean? Like it's and it's, and it's our world, of course. But it's man, it's he's such a great writer. And you know, I just think well, I that think Game of Thrones has opened shit up for everybody. Absolutely, now. somebody's looking for the next Game of Thrones. If they're not looking at Tad Williams, they're fucking stupid. I keep hearing Tad Williams or um, uh, Ronnie James Dio. <laughs> What's I've heard somebody say something about the Wheel of Time. Oh Jesus! Yeah, the Wheel of Time. Let me say something about the Wheel of Time. Do we have time? Sure. Because uh, I'm sorry, I don't want to. Monopolize the show, John. I'm sorry. I'm or, and I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck. But I'm just saying it's 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 fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. sorry. <laughs> um, the Wheel of Time started out great. Like it, it, it's a cool idea. There's there's these three farm boys from this place called the Two Rivers in uh, in this you know world that's ours but not you know and their magic concept is really cool. You have uh, it's, medi- it's medievally yes, very much, but in a different kind of way. There's not knights and stuff. I mean, there are knights, but it's got Asian influences. It's got even s- s- the South of the United States kind of influences. Like he's a Southern writer he's from Charleston, South is it, Carolina. Is it magic-y? It is, but the, the magic system is very different. The magic system is uh, like the yin and yang system. System women have sidar. Which is uh, it's called the true source, and you tap the true source. They have sidar, and it's and they have to like coax it. You know what I mean? That you have to coax it to to use it, and you know, and you can use it in all different kind of ways. And people are strong in different ways. You know, men have side in, which is like a fucking river, and it throws you in it, and you just kind of have to channel it. You know, it's it's very it's coming at you, it's coming through you at all times. It's basically like a state of women versus men. Men are a Violent force sometimes And women are more nurturing You know what I mean It's kind of like Aikido Versus Muay Thai Yes Yes very Actually that's a very good That's a very good uh, Comparison I feel bad if I'm one of the people That has Aikido as my power Yeah If you're really good at it If Aikido was good Yeah Yeah if it was actually Able to be used If it was effective But in this world uh, The men cannot Touch the true source anymore Is because the dark Has tainted it So everybody that touches it Goes crazy And it rots you It rots your body 
all kinds of stuff. So rot your body. <laughs> so the women who touch the true source um, rot your body, right? <laughs> are uh, called the Aes Sedai, and they are in this city called right. Tarvalon, and they control everything. Like they're they're puppeteers. Like they they control nations. They control people. They're really shitty. Actually, I, nobody likes them. I mean, I've read about them, and I don't like it. And this of is them. the Wheel of Time series. Yes. And then the coolest part about it is. Uh, the world had been broken into a different place. There was a group of people who went to this place called the Spine of the World Mountains, and uh, and in this giant desert, and they're called the Aiel. They're kind of like a, a copy of the Fremen off Dune. They are peerless warriors. They are, you know, but they don't fight with a sword because the sword was was created to take another human life. They won't touch a sword. They have taboos about, against it. So they use spears, bucklers, bows. You know, and they're like tall, redheaded, you know, um, really tough, can, you know, can keep pace with a horse for a little bit running. You know, they're just peerless, you know. But then you have a place called the Waste. And beyond the Waste, you have the place of uh, the Dark One. And then there's all these uh, original monsters called Trollocs, which are a combination of human beings and animals and different kind of combination of wolves, rams, all kinds of stuff. Really cool ideas. And then the, one of the coolest are the uh, the, the Murdral, half-men. They're like, uh, they keep cloaks over their eyes, but they don't have eyes. Like, they're, it's just a blank. But they can see like a, like a hawk. Weird. And they can like... Transport between shadows. They carry these uh, swords from Thakandar, which are like if the if you get touched with if you get cut with one, you'll just basically die. It's just such a, a virulent poison, and um, like a Morgul blade. Yes, very much. There's a lot of uh, Game of Thrones. I mean, uh, Lord, of Lord of the Rings parallels in this story. Oh, there's there's, no, there's a couple non-human characters, uh, races, which are kind of cool. Um, but anyway, the. In this, the, there's this thing called the Dragon Reborn. Dragon Reborn is a guy who can use Sidon, and he's going to tr- cleanse the true source and fight the 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 Dark One on the on the slopes of Shialgul, and is destined to die, but to save mankind. And it turns out it's this kid Randall Thor, who is actually an Aiel. Like his dad picked him up as a baby. Like one of the Aiel warriors was a woman and gave birth on the battlefield after fighting all fucking day, and he found him, picked him up, and brought him home and raised him in the two rivers as a as a two rivers boy. And he didn't know that he wasn't from there. Like his dad never told him he's not his real son. And turns out his dad is a blade master and all kinds of stuff. It's really fucking cool. But my God, there were 12 fucking books and he died before he fucking finished it. So Brandon Sanderson had to be tapped to the guy who is a great writer. Don't get me wrong. Had to come in and finish it. And he was just trying to cobble it together. And you could tell it just got so fucking away from him that he couldn't finish. How many did he do? How many did Robert Jordan write? A uh, nine. Brian Sanderson, Sanderson did, did the last three. So, um, and it ended unsatisfactorily. It was not a good ending. Um, and I and I literally I started those books in middle school. Whoa. And and the last book came out when I was in Carolina Beach Jeez, when I lived there six, like almost years ten years ago. ago. Yeah. So. And that's really cool scenes. I love when the Aiel, the Aiel were really cool. They're one of those warrior races that appeal to me because I'm so not a warrior and, I, and that's something I would inspire oh, me. Oh, don't say that. You're such a warrior. Yeah, shut up. Um, one of my favorite points is, is one of the, uh, they say to look at the Aiel's fear and that's the murderal. And it, one of the Aiel has blood, blood dripping, dripping down his arm and he points at, an Aiel, at a murderal and he's just like, I face my fear. Now you come face me. And they start fucking fighting. And it's just... This IEO is good, man, and the and the murder was basically superhuman, and the IEO is just they're just rocking back and forth trying to kill each other. It's fucking awesome. There's so many good battles, 
but it just fell apart at the end. And I don't know how they're going to make that into a series and not piss everybody off to ramp up every expectations like John is with Game of Thrones now and doesn't like the ending thus far. That's how exactly how Wheel of Time would end because it's already written. It, it does not end well. It does not end in any kind of satisfactory fashion. So, plus a lot of the characters are so fucking unlikable. Most of the characters are unlikable. That's Bradley read it. Yeah, Bradley hates it, but he finished it because he had to. You know, he's just like, we've been reading these books all our lives. We got to finish this shit. And there were a couple books where I was reading. I put it down. I was like, man, that's a great book. Really cool concepts. But I just don't see how they're going to do it. Tad Williams is really the only way to go. How many books was the whole thing? Twelve, I think. Fuck. And and some of them are eight hundred pages long. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's just it was such a breadth of. Is it one of those things that you could just take? some of and like make a movie out of some of it <sighs> yes sort of like how we talk about taking like the killing joke and making a movie out of it or you could but it would not be satisfactory mm-hmm. like i mean I, I i like it because it's got some he had some truly inspired moments in it some parts that were like really like scary he had a there's one group of uh, inhuman characters called the Ogier, and they're like huge, but they're really gentle. Uh, they got big ears. They're like me. <laughs> Basically, if you were 10 feet tall. Um, Halfway there, baby. And um, they're, they have a, to complete travel, and you don't have to travel as long as they create this thing called the Ways. And it's just like these fast travel. Port- but yeah, portals in between places. But the dark one tainted it too because they were made with side in because they they worked with male acid eye to create these places. And there's this thing called match and sin this it's called uh, uh the dark the black wind and it roams this place and it will it starts talking to you when it's coming and it's and it's all the things he wrote are some of them are just gross. Some of the, he's like sing your screams and all kinds of shit. It's really fucking disturbing. And um you know, and the evil characters are do some really bad things, and you know, there's I don't know, man. By the end, I was just like, "Would you just fucking wrap this up, dude?" <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to be over. So, okay. Uh, speaking of wrapping things up, um, have you given your prediction of who's of what's going to happen in the final Game of Thrones? Like, who's going to win? What's going to go down? I think here's what I think: Daenerys is going to go crazy. Um. It will be neither John nor Daenerys who sits on the throne. It will likely be Tyrion. That's my prediction. Mm. And his hand will probably be Varys. I don't know, man. See, Varys is a tough one to, to gauge because in the book I could tell you what Varys was going to do, but in the show I have no idea because, like because I said, dest- because they're just willing to destroy people's character arcs willy nilly now. <laughs> I mean, that's a fair that's a fair assessment. It is um, in the book. He, like I said, he is he doesn't want Daenerys on the throne. He wants. Well, he does until the last episode. <laughs> but he wants in the book. He wants uh, a kid they've chosen at random. He's posing as Aegon, the kid who was murdered in the sack of. Of King's Landing, you know that the, the mountain killed by swinging his head up against a fucking pillar. The mountain's a bad guy, no. uh, and then he raped Ilya of Dorne and then cut her in half with his sword, like literally cut her body in half. Jesus, Christ. yeah, he's a fucking piece of shit. But um, 
Not a nice guy. He is either a Targaryen or a Blackfire. And I think that he's a Blackfire because the Blackfires never really went away. Like they were... Sir Barristan thought he killed the last Blackfire, but he didn't. There were probably a, a whole group of descendants who were, and Varys might be one of those. And you know what I think the most disturbing thing might be? I think that he might be, he might have given his own junk to gain the power to put somebody on the fucking throne. I don't think, I, 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 in a sense, I'm, yeah, that might not be something that was done to him. He might have done it to himself. To give him the, uh, how's that give him the power? Because so he's not he, distracted by sex or anything? well, no, to enlist supernatural aid. You know, oh, so he, he's I didn't. He has supernatural powers. Who are we talking about? Varys. 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 Um, when he was cut, you, they they've acknowledged the fact that you don't just cut you know the butcher's boy and and get, and use his blood for for blood magic it doesn't work you know you have to use for some reason royalty or some you know or a royal line so when they cut his junk off he couldn't be nobody that wouldn't that wouldn't have worked yeah so we st- still don't really know what he is like so he's either where he's and it's gonna have to be revealed in the next two next two weeks he's either a targaryen he's gonna have to be a targaryen in the show but in the book he could be a blackfire i think he's a blackfire so mm. They haven't mentioned Blackfires in the show, have no, they? No, that was in story arc. They didn't yeah. go down. So, right. and, uh, may, and they can't sneak that in now. I mean, if they did, I, even I would be like, dude, <laughs> you can't fucking do that. You, yeah. I mean, it, maybe if it was skillfully done and, you know, Varys had a soliloquy and just like, you know, saying my line was a bastard line of Targaryens. We've been waiting for the throne this long, blah, 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 blah. There are no hints or anything. That, but yeah, but there's no hints to that. So that would just be dumb. Well. <laughs> Consider the source. Well, man, I mean, point. I, I, I mean, there was a lot about the last episode that I liked, but I, I actually didn't like Jamie getting in, getting in, having sex with Brienne. No, that's that's not really part of it. I mean, I I would be okay with it if it was like you know what I mean. If that if that was it, not because of him. I don't think it's something she should be concerned with. You know. She's a, a knight now, but she but she loves. She's still, still a woman, a woman yeah, yeah. yeah. She loves men, like she she loved Renly, you know what I mean. And she, she, I think that she fell in love with Jamie while they were traveling. I can buy that, and I can even buy Jamie falling for her. But the way the way he just fucking flip flopped like that after fighting the fighting for the the battle of Winterfell with all these people and saying, "Oh yeah, I'm going to stay here with her," and then all of a sudden. Do you think it might be that he knows deep down that he's going to have to be the one who's, who's going to have to kill her? You know, I mean, I, I think that it's going to be he's going to be the one who hey, finishes I, her off. I mean, yeah, I I would like to see that happen, and I felt that way for a while. But the way that they presented it in episode four was trash. The way that they presented him and his character, and the way that they they crammed it all into oh he's living with Brienne oh no he's going back to Cersei um, was like. Bad soap opera at best. Like it was just, just trashy, trashy writing. Like I have no respect for these guys anymore. Have you thought about uh, perhaps Arya killing Jamie and taking his face and getting in? Does that, yeah, just, give her, just give Arya everything. <laughs> I mean, at, at some point that we're going to see that because she hasn't used her face thing except to kill Walder Frey and them. The phrase she hasn't used the face thing. Yet. No, she has quite a while. Yeah, yeah it's been a, it's been a bit. Just to get the phrase, that's the only time she. So, so they're kind of like saving that 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 uh, dr- that draw four. But card. do you really want to give her all the all the? Yeah, that's not awesome. Kills. Yeah, it's not going to work. Um, I do believe that Jamie uh, will worm his way back into 
I think that Jamie will end up killing uh, Euron Greyjoy, and not and, and none too soon because Canelton Greyjoy is getting a lot of fucking nerves. <laughs> I don't I don't like the casting. That is one thing. Okay, that is one thing I'll talk shit about casting him. Is ridiculous. Why not cast somebody who looks like, in this case, looks like the fucking character? He he was described as somebody that Cersei would totally fall for. Arrogant, really fucking handsome. You know, well, like, he's arrogant. I mean, he's, he's got a certain rugged thing going on about. But Euron Greyjoy was a really. They talk about what a like handsome man, Jamie was. level. Handsome. Yeah, so more even. I mean, he was like in the first in the first season. Jamie looks like. Uh, like a prince from a Disney movie. That's how handsome that motherfucker yeah, is. Clean he, shaven. Yeah, and he really, he really, and Euron is like super arrogant and fucking, you know, just, he's that jag off that all women want to fuck. You know what I mean? He's just that well, guy. One thing is he's, he's probably what got him the role is he's just overflowing with charisma. Yeah. He's, he's good on screen. He pops, but I, I do get why you're not a fan. I mean, he's just, I don't know. I, I just I think in that case, and and the Ren, the casting of Renly as well. Renly should have been a big. Uh, they should have broken the mold and not made him, you know, a a rather effeminate type character. He should have been like Renly. Renly was big, dashing, handsome. Women loved him. You know, he, you know, even though he did, he was really uninterested in anything they had to give him. You know, yeah. I mean, he was. I mean, he he <laughs> liked scene, he liked Loris Tyrell. He was that a, scene with Marjorie, and she's like, "Would you like me to bring my brother in?" Yeah, <laughs> or pretend or pretend like I'm him. You know, it's <laughs> you know, and that's and 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 really, in the book, did not give a fuck that people. He's like, "Yeah, fuck yourself. So what." I fuck so, so I fuck dude. So what? What are you gonna do? I'm Renly fucking Baratheon. Was he and a good fighter too in the book? Renly was serviceable. I mean, Stannis workmanlike. Well, he was he was uninspired. Like he probably had some of Robert's strength because he was as big as Robert in the book. Robert in the book is a gigantic man. He's six foot six. You know, huge dude. And um, Renly, like he he was in the one of the best. Panel. One of the best panels. One of the best uh, paragraphs or, or passages in the book is when Catelyn comes in to see, uh, or no, Ned comes in to see Robert on his deathbed when he's been gored by the boar, and Renly standing beside his bed, and it startles Ned. He's just like it's that's a ghost of Robert standing beside, standing beside his own bed, Robert when he was young, before he became a drunk and yeah. uh, glutton and all that shit. And Renly was like that. Renly was like all of Robert's good points with none of his bad, but he lacked his brute strength. He lacked his uh, martial nature. He just wasn't that guy. But he was so beloved. He had so much charisma that when he declared himself king, a lot of people went over to him instead of Stannis just because they liked him better. Yeah, he's not like Stannis is a prick. Fuck him. We'll go to, we'll go to Renly. Stannis, in, in the show, Stannis is a bit of a fucking wet towel. Well, in he's the, a good in the book. He's even more so. Like he's, he doesn't even allow like, like they're talking about on Dragonstone. He holds Dragonstone. He doesn't allow whores on Dragonstone. That's gay. So you know, all these men are getting ready to fight for him and, get a, and die for him, and he's not allowed to. There's no prostitutes allowed on the island. They're just like, are you out of your fucking mind? We're getting ready to go die. You won't let yeah. us have even you know, around military bases in the U.S. They sort of turn of a blind eye. They, they do because there's like, oh, you know what? You know, they're going to so, fight um, for the country or whatever. Yeah. So a lot of people just didn't like Stannis just because of that. He's prickly. He's uh, cold. He says exactly what he thinks at all fucking times. He spares nobody's feelings. Like he'd be in a room and he'd he'd call seriously a hoarder or a face in the small council, and and anybody can get fucked because he doesn't give a fuck what they think. And he'd have told Tyler kind of like that. Well. I mean, he's he's it's good in the character because he 
He would tell Tywin Lannister to his face to get fucked. He's not scared of anybody. He is that good of a fighter. He was probably not as good a fighter as Robert, but he's still a really good fighter. Um, and he was a probably a better battle commander because he's more like he's not a cold. Drunk. Well, no, he's more he's more cold. He's more analytical. Like he can look at a battlefield, and know exactly what to do. Robert would get so fired up at shit. Robert was a good leader of men because Robert inspired men by being in the van. Like he's in the vanguard, fucking swinging that hammer, killing men left and right. So it you would mean, have been. So, it would have been good if the, they could have sort of been like king and vice king, you know, to uh, well, you're good at rallying the troops. I'm good at actually making a fucking if he'd plan. have made Stannis hand hand, it probably wouldn't better for the realm. That's what he was trying to do, do with Ned. Ned was actually kind of like Stannis, except likable. You know, he was, you know, Ned always tried to do the right thing. You know, he always tried to do. What was right, you know, and sometimes that means hurting people, but but he was apologetic about it. He's like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but that's just the way it has to be, you know. He didn't particularly care for Stannis, but he said Stannis is next in line for the throne, so it's his. He said, none of these kids are Roberts, so we have an issue here, you know. He didn't agree with killing Daenerys and uh, uh-huh. with killing Daenerys. That's one thing that did carry over from the book. He's just like. He's like, she's not hurting anyone. Why don't we just let her live in peace, you know, and let her, you know, that, that fucking fear of the Targaryens was a madness in Robert. He just, he was so terrified of them. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> because he knew deep, deep down that uh, Lyanna was actually in love with Rhaegar. Well, and then there's the fact that, you know, Daenerys has done what she's done. I think he was right to want to have her. To protect his throne. Yeah, he was right, but for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? He wanted to have her killed just because he was Targaryen, not because he, not because she was any real threat. If he had just left her, that's the ironic thing. If he had just left her alone and left her stay in Pentos, and her home to her was when she could remember was this this house she's with a red door in Pentos that had a lemon tree out back. She would have been content to stay there, stay there forever. But he had to keep hounding her. And send the hired knives after her. And Varys had to keep fucking it up, like basically letting it slip. Or they're coming here. You better get her out of there. You know, he kept doing that too. You know, he didn't. He didn't want her dead. It's just a weird thing. You know, I mean, it's a. There's so many things about that though about those books, and you know how many odd storylines they didn't include, and how many characters they took out or put in, or you know, it's just there's there's quite a few differences. You guys want to do favorite things? Yeah. Oh, of course they put a fucking ad. I can't believe this shit. I'm just gonna have to download the song at some point. Hopefully, for I can free. probably get it on uh, Amazon on Music. It's like they're making you watch these ads for profit. I know, so gay. People are trying to make money. I hate it. Haven't we not passed money yet? I mean, come on, taters. Besides breaking your toe, you got any favorite things this week? Um. Well, I've started uh, masturbating. God, uh, I started doing a uh, two-hour full-body workout, um, and then I'll go to work and do rep work. And I was feeling pretty good doing what that do you, at work. What do you do? Like, there's uh, pieces of metal I can pick up and do lateral raises and front raises, and even you know, like high rep curls and stuff like that. I was doing that. Lots of push-ups. Like, since I can't really flat bench anymore, I do lots of push-ups, and um, over a hundred a night. Um, it's pretty good. That's not bad. Every night. Mm-hmm. I was anyway. Um, I'm gonna start back on Monday. Like tomorrow's gonna be 
you know, the data, get everything set back up. But um, I, I'm feeling, I was feeling pretty good about it. And um, other than that, man, I don't have a lot of favorite things. It's not been a good week, to be quite honest. So, did you see any movies or any? Uh, um, I didn't see anything. Shows new. or saw nothing new. Oh, I watched a little bit of Get Carter, the one from the early seventies, late sixties with uh, Michael Caine. What I saw of it, I really liked. Uh, but I have to tell you, he's in the movie. He's from London. He's not from London. He lives in London, and can, he's a, he's a he's a crime figure in London. And he's going north to where his brother is. The north of England is one of the worst fucking places I've ever seen in my life. Like, <laughs> it's just it looks like it's 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 almost it's troglodyte. It's like the the houses are are almost subterranean and they're shitty and there's no color and there's coal dust covering everything. It's fucking terrible. Like and why would anybody fucking like in Birmingham and places like that? You mean Birmingham? Birmingham. Yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool. They're awful fucking places. You know, they're just Nottingham. I don't know if Nottingham is <laughs> one of those. I mean, I was just, I, I, I was just I, throwing a name out there that I knew. I yeah. think I I, I I hear their sheriff's a prick. Leeds, I think Leeds is up there. It's not very nice. Um, York, you know, just they're just just bunch of people sitting around eating porridge. It just sounds terrible. It just gruel. Yeah, and it's like it's like all the forests have been cut down, and everybody wearing newsboy hats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, but I'm watching the movie. It's like something out of Dickens. Like all these fucking people, you know, in these in these awful streets that all it's these houses get Carter. Yeah. Stallone we, remade it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remade it. I'm caught. I'm caught. Come get me. You know? <laughs> I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't fucking say that in a fucking movie. Um, yeah, but it, it, Michael Caine does, as Michael Caine is wont to do, does a good job in everything. So it was, he was very. I am Carter. It was very, it was very compelling. Um, I fell asleep during it because I was really tired and I'd broken the toe and, uh, you know, had taken some stuff to help me sleep. Heroin, uh, kratom, kratom, mm. um, and it was just—I don't know—it was, it was a good movie. What I saw of it, anyway, right. I saw about the first three, what, first what, half. What movie again? Get Carter. It's on—it's on Netflix. What's that? Okay. They put the what's the name of that fuck John Carter. Yeah, they put that on Netflix, and that's supposed to be the 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 book of that is supposed to be what inspired Star Wars. Well, yeah, it's uh, uh, John Carter is is the, the works of uh, Chuck Palahniuk. No, who wrote who wrote the Martian Chronicle? Not the Martian Chronicles, but um, he wrote a little bunch of swashbuckling stuff. I want to say it's uh, Arthur Conan Doyle, but I don't think it's him. Let's see, John. Carter, Arthur Conan. I've heard that name before. Must be a famous writer. Edgar Rice Burroughs, guy who wrote Tarzan. So, um, you know, and I read Tarzan. I read Tarzan. You know, I wonder about. I wonder about the uh, the version of the Jungle Book that uh, the guy that played Gollum made. Andy Serkis. Yeah, Andy Serkis made his own version of the Jungle Book for Netflix. It's called Mowgli. I saw a little bit of it. it. It looked. Good. It's far more dark, and, yeah, it's, and, it's, and it's very much more faithful to the source material by uh, Rudyard Kipling. You know, anybody can make like a Cinderella. Anybody can make their own version of those since they're public. Well, sure, domain. yeah, public domain. I mean, they're um, 
uh, you know, they're all much darker than than uh, what we get from Disney. Well, yeah, I mean, the Brothers Grimm, you know, did so many. Yeah, I don't even think they they wrote that originally, but I think they did a version. And fairy stories are you can write them dark because that's a very iffy subject matter. Fairies on the surface look like good creatures, but they're really awful. Like underneath, they're like the realm of fairy is kind of like a a realm of hell. Um, boys, so. Boys are barking. John, you got any favorite things? Anything cool happen? Any any new jujitsu moves? Did you knock anybody out this week in training? Um, I actually, I actually almost got knocked out. Oh Jesus Christ! Like for real? Really? Was this in a street fight? I know you're. No, you like is, to gallivant about. No, not not in this case. Um, we're doing some boxing, and a couple guys came in that I haven't trained with in a while, and um, of course, there's Chris's class, so we were doing, you know. Kind of heavy sparring or whatever, whatever sparring, and um, you know, uh, he was he had been out, you know, he this is like a two hundred two hundred and forty pound Samoan guy that knows how to fight. I'm always fucking fighting heavyweights, <laughs> and um, you know, we sparred a bunch. You know, I haven't seen him. We haven't worked together in a while, but it was like uh, he was you know kind of out of shape where he hasn't been training a little bit and Chris couldn't figure out how to change the time on the clock for, to 3 minute rounds so we were doing 5 minute rounds and that was the oh. mistake cuz he started getting tired and I was not tired and so I started you know after the 3 minute after the 3 minute mark it started you know you know things started changing and he kept like get, getting up against the wall and kind of rope a doping and just, just like resting against the wall you know, and he was doing that. He was doing that before against Chris, and I was yelling. And I was like, "Don't you know? Get out of the corner! Don't fucking you know!" I just don't like that. I don't like it when people fucking get in the corner and just rest. It just it just kind of pisses me off. It makes me want to punch you. So he was got in the corner, and I don't normally hit people hard, and I wasn't really trying to hit him hard, but he was like, he was just in the corner and not like really protecting himself. It was I almost felt like he was baiting me in to hit him so he could have an excuse to go hundred percent on me, and that's pretty much what happened. He was in the corner, not covering, not protecting himself well, and I, I threw an overhand to hit him pretty hard, and then he, I just saw, like I saw it in his eye, he just changed, and he went redneck on, he went like, um, he went beast mode on me and just started swinging, you know, and I had move, you know, I was using good head movement, you know, I dodged a bunch, blocked a bunch, and he just coming at me. Normally, I would have just karate escaped, just like jump back and push, you know, just use my distance, but I've been. But where I've been taking box, I'm trying to do be more of a boxer and less of a karate guy because I'm trying. It's it's just my my brain's like halfway between those two worlds, and so I st- stood my ground and you know blocked a couple shots and then pushed forward try to counter. And when I did, I threw like a one two or like a one four, you know, one hook. When I threw my hook, he threw a hook, and uh, his connected and mine did not, and he was throwing heat. Oh lord! And um, I heard a boom. And I saw a flash of light, and boo! <laughs> it didn't knock me down or anything. I just I just kind of scooted away, and I was like, "Time out! Time out! Time out! Time out!" And just like took a knee. And uh, yeah, it was it was a significant head injury. I'm concu- I mean, I'm I'm sure I was concussed. I haven't felt right in the past couple of days. Um, not not too bad, you know. It didn't like, it hit me right here. It didn't even leave a mark, but it was such a clean shot. Yeah, it didn't abrase anything. It didn't really leave a mark or black in my eye or anything. But it was like. 
Like I've been hitting it with a baseball bat before. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> what and are you fucking hooligan? And it was the what same. You- it was the same exact sound and feeling when I got hit with a baseball bat when I was eight years old. It was like bunk, bunk, and like just dizziness. And um, and then I did jujitsu after that. I actually did really good at jujitsu. I actually beat him at jujitsu, which I've never done. I didn't actually submit him, but I controlled him. And this is a fucking two hundred forty pound Samoan who's been jujitsuing longer than I have. But um, does that give you a little bit of pause taking shots like that? Yeah, fuck yeah! It makes you think about your life. It makes yeah. you think, what the fuck? I mean, I mean, it's cuts and scrapes and bruises are That's one thing, fine, but, yeah. but that that this wasn't this wasn't an external damage. This is an internal damage, and I felt it. And that's what the, that's really what it's about when you really have to think about what it means to be a fighter is that you're willing to sacrifice that. And so. It was only a matter of time before I got rocked like that. I didn't get knocked out. Yeah. I'm still standing. And um, better than I ever been. I mean, I don't think there was any need for that. You know what I mean? If we'd just been doing three-minute rounds, which were appropriate for him, he wouldn't have got tired. I wouldn't have beat the shit. I wouldn't have hurt him, and then he wouldn't have got all vengeful. Um, Just little things like that. I'm learning to learning when to... um. You know when to moderate and when to fight. You know mm-hmm. how how to train appropriately for a thirty seven year old man <laughs> um, who's fighting like twenty one year old heavyweights. Yeah, how old is the guy? The twenty low, early twenties. Oh Jesus, and he's Samoan and jacked like he's a wrestler. Oh God, yeah, I'm scared. And he wasn't he, like I saw his eyes change. He was he was throwing hundred percent. Um, but I didn't back down. I came forward on him. And but uh, didn't didn't pan out. It was it was like in the last thirty seconds of the round too. Oh god! Well, at least you're you're. I could have easily evaded and just got out of trouble, and he would have got tired chasing me around, and it would have been over. But, oh, but that's all good. I mean, I just I just sat out for I just sat down for about fifty minutes, and we did jujitsu, and I did great at jujitsu. It was one of my best jujitsu. It was probably the best jujitsu night I've ever had. Um, but there was that. Oh, another favorite thing. That wasn't really a favorite thing. That was more like Just a, a thing. Something that happened. Another thing that happened today, <laughs> which I, I texted my neighbor to see if his dog's okay because I was taking a little nappy. This was around noon. Me and Bob were napping, and I heard a lamb scream. I was like, oh, fuck. I kind of got it for a second. I listened, paused, and listened. So I didn't hear anything else. I was like, he's probably okay. They scream all the time. Like They'll scream just if they don't see that, they can't see where their mom is at that moment. <laughs> They're very emotional. They scream. And so I was like, oh, he sounds like he's okay. I can, t- I can like, really get at listening and tell him what's going on outside. And then I was like, okay. So I kind of went back to sleep, nodded back off. And then I heard then I heard chickens in distress. I was like, that that doesn't sound right. Like Chickens sometimes will, like, sometimes the rooster will fuck the hens and stuff, and they'll make distress sounds. Or Bub will chase them or whatever. This was not that. And I was like, okay. I was like, Bub, get up. And Bub, Bub should have been... He should have already been out there, but he was sleeping. I was like, Bub, get up, go outside. Go right now. Go get it right now. And he ran out. As soon as he ran out, I was like, Woo! And I went and looked, and there was this fucking fat beagle dog, like this half, like this basset hound motherfucker, chasing my chickens. Like, not trying to eat them, just curious chasing them, like a hound dog would. Like, hound dogs don't really. Mm. It's not going to just attack and. I mean, they might, but this was just a fat house dog. You know, with a collar and everything. Just out for a stroll. Just like wandered into the wrong yard and just kind of curious about these chickens and was probably curious about a lamb a minute ago. Not going to kill anything. 
And so I could kind of, I kind of saw what was happening. I could tell by the dog's posture that it wasn't a threat. And and then Bub, I saw Bub run past that dog. I was like, Bub! I was like, What the fuck? I was expecting Bub to nail him. For those that have never seen Bub run, it is a majestic sight. He's a fucking greyhound. He's fast. And he ran right past the barn, right past that hound dog. I was like, What the fuck? And I yelled at him because I thought he was confused. And then I saw him chase, saw him chase the German Shepherd that lives next door, and go right for him. The German Shepherd ran down, ran immediately, ran down to the to the gate where the bridge is. The Basset Hound followed him. They realized they were in trouble. Like, oh, fuck, we're not supposed to be over here because Bub, you know, he can't fight for shit, but he, he'll send a message. He's really good at barking and chasing things off. And so they ran down, and the, the, the fucking German Shepherd tried to dive into the, through the gate. Yeah, and the gate was about a foot and a half. Oh, and, yeah, and he, he, like, obviously he got stuck. Now he got stuck, but like, bam, I hit his head or his neck or whatever. <laughs> he did that like three times trying to dive through the gate. Well, he could have easily just ran across the creek the same way he came, but anyway... And then he did a couple times, and I just started. I started moseying down to the gate. I said, "I'm just going to open the gate and let them go. You know, let them go back home." So this isn't. This is not a stressful event for me. You know what I mean? It's like I don't think anything was hurt. We'll find out in a minute. I'm just going to send them home. And he realized he was in trouble, or thought he was like in trouble. And then he tried to jump around the gate. So there's like this bridge, and there's like a rock cliff that's maybe ten or fifteen feet drop to the creek and he tried to jump the corner from around the gate to the bridge and there's like a steel cable on that side of the bridge like two or three feet high and he tried to jump the corner and his belly just hit that cable and he just did a fucking flop and i just saw him fall straight in the creek and there's like rocks and like maybe a six inch deep creek 10 or 15 feet below i just saw him fall And then I heard like scuffling in the water, and then he got up and ran out. Uh, so it's kind of funny. <laughs> as long as he's well, I mean. And then I, I wasn't even going to tell the neighbor because I, you know, I didn't want to stress him out. They, the, the German shepherds never fucked with any of my animals. Um, that basset hound wasn't a threat to anybody. I didn't think I went and did head count. Nobody died that I found. Um, and but I just told like later on in the day I started thinking about. It. I was like, I need to. I sent him a message like you want to want to check on Shaco because uh, he took quite a tumble. You want to make sure that he's doesn't have a broken, you know, a broken bone or something because he took quite a tumble. <laughs> and then he was like, "Oh, sorry, they're not supposed to be over there. I hate for them." It's like, no, I wasn't even concerned about that. I just you need to look at your dog and make sure he doesn't have any broken bones because he tumbled down a rock cliff, like a uh, like a. Um like a stunt man or something. I mean, it was it was ugly. I was just, I saw boom flip like Mick Foley splash. jumping off the top of the cage. Yeah. yeah, splash and not like a splash where you're like landing in like a foot or two, two feet, feet or three feet of water. Like it was just fucking rocks. That sucks. Mm. But I, bet was, a, I bet he was more embarrassed than anything. He's a German Shepherd. I mean, they're tough motherfuckers. Yeah. And the funny thing is, Bub was like standing there the whole time that the German Shepherd's trying to get through the gate or whatever, trying to get home. Wasn't there was no fight? There was no struggle attack. He's just kind of standing there. He's like, probably hoping he would play with. He's just like yeah, standing there like okay. Check. I'm not going to do that. Leave now. <laughs> yeah, leave please. <laughs> so that's that's pretty interesting. Did you guys hear a few weeks ago? There was a controversy. There's a lady. A um, hundred years ago, she sang like the best version of "God Bless America," and they play it before all these sporting events and shit. Kate Smith is her name. She's racist. She's not. Well, that's what I heard. Yeah, that's what I'm not. I'm, well, and I'm not assuming people are correct either. I'm just saying that's um, what I heard. Well, I don't know if she, well, she's dead now, but mm-hmm. been dead for probably sixty years. Yeah, but uh, in like the early 
twenties and stuff, she did uh like satire songs for like plays and stuff. And here's the here's one of them. Oh, it's got an ad before it. It's gotten popular very recently. But it, there's supposed to be satire, but boy I can see why people would get offended. It's called That's Why the Darkies Were Born. Jesus. John, Christ. you're gonna love this. <laughs> That's her. She looks like Lord Varys. And it seems that someone left it to the colored man. <laughs> Robert, sister, what must be, must be. Though the balance is wrong, still your faith must be strong. Except your destiny, brothers, listen to me. Are you uncomfortable yet? I'm not uncomfortable. Oh, there's a worse one. It's not that bad. Someone had a plan to <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm told these are supposed to be satire. Like, I don't know, though. Yeah. I, in the context of the 18, 19, yeah, early 1900s. It's, it's easy to look at something now. It was 1931, I guess. But there's another one that's worse. A better, depending on your opinion. <laughs> um, it's called uh, Picking Any Heaven. And now, folks. I'm going to sing this next song for a lot of little colored children who are listening in at an orphanage in New York City. Here you are, kids. Did you just give a shout out? Little Pickaninny listens to the tale of a place that I know. It's twice as high as the moon. You get there in a balloon. Haven't you been told of the place where the good little Pickaninny's gone? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've just been there, so I ought to know. This is fucking terrible. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well, this kind of makes me want to. This makes me want to do a counter example here. <laughs> Yeah, cop killer. <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah, obviously, uh, cave bitch by 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 uh, Ice Cube. Remember that? I'm not sure I do. What he just basically talks shit about white women for the entire fucking song. Let's look it up. And then he tried to claim it was. He tried to claim later it wasn't what it was, and it's just complete horseshit. Let He's see, always been a racist see, yeah. fuck too. I never like that son of a bitch. So. Okay, so that's pretty fucked up, right? By our by our standard, by 2019 standards, that's 
You know, like the beat. My goddess sister, I can't resist her. No stringy head, blonde head, blue eyed, pale skin, buttermilk complexion. Grafted, <laughs> recessive, depressive, iron and board backside, straight up. Iron and board backside. <laughs> no feels, no like feels, miss six o'clock. Subject to have the itch. Butanoid, Caucasoid, white cave bitch. Okay, so this is a Shirley Temple classic the thing. The orchestra will play our theme song. You know that song, don't you? Sure I do. Well, then sing it. Come on. Come on, Shirley, sing it. Just watch the video for the, the listeners can't see, but it's it's very Joe Biden-y. Oh, no. Away my toys. There's all these men Even my and this and little girl. Like in a really short skirt, basically, or shorts or whatever. It's like basically doing like a fucking strip show for these guys. I'll be a pilot too. I don't understand her appeal. She couldn't sing. And she's like sitting on all their laps, and they're just like, oh wow, she's so great. It is kind of weird. It's really creepy, and it gets worse. But it just goes to show you something that used to be classic, and everyone saw as very sweet and innocent. She was adorable. By 2019 standards, is like disgusting. Yeah. Because I can't even. As fuck. OMG. Hey, weirdo, who are you? Yeah, just these random men picking up her and sitting on her lap and like petting her. Now they're passing her around? Yeah, it's fucked up. Who is lollipops? Jesus Christ. To the candy shop, they're playing with this little girl that's not their kid. Unless she's got coke on her nose. <laughs> she looks like so. Yeah, Scarface. But the point, I, the point is, I'm making is that like, context is different. Context, now. yeah, is fucking everything. Yeah, fucking weird. And just temporal context, like the, the the time period that you're looking at something. You know what I mean? Now here's my actual favorite thing. My friends uh, John Will Shatter and um, Casey Shingleton, aka Kirk Blackman, have a band called The Jerks, and they put out a song this week or last week. But I'm just now getting to it now. Here it is. Classic punk tune. good, right? Fuck yeah. Where the fuck they record that at? Sounds like a bad religion, too. Yeah, they're bad religion fans 
Green Day fans, of course, uh, like they'll uh, share things from punk bands I've never heard of. Yeah, it sounds good. Sounds great. The, the melody's pretty good. I like it. They ever play The Grove? Not yet that I know of. They're playing The Glass tonight. And I like that it's short. Yeah, well, punk songs. One verse. Two minutes. One verse, two choruses. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I say I went. It was almost a natural progression for me to, to start liking punk because I I still like loud most of the time, but I cannot. I don't like unhappy. So there's nothing unhappy about that song. No. Well, I mean the lyrics are kind of. Well, I know, but, but like I, it sounds almost triumphant. Right. I mean, it's. I, I like. It's like uh, no effects, and you know, I don't know if you have heard them or. Yes, effects. <laughs> They're fucking. I love them. I love no effects. I'm not really. Uh, they, they have one of the best fucking names for an album ever. Heavy Petting Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> What's a no effects song that I could pull up? Uh, well, let me see. Please play this song on the radio. That's great. That's a great name for a song. I'm trying to think. Um, let me let me get on Amazon Music because I know. I used to be a real well, not a huge fan, but um, now they don't use effects on their on their guitars or vocals. That's why they call themselves No Effects. Right? I had no, I have no clue, or maybe uh, that's just a name. I don't know. <laughs> um, drugs are good. <laughs> that sounds good to me. <laughs> okay, let's go. Drugs are good. Yeah, they definitely use effects. <laughs> That's a little bit of an overdrive. It's not just disgusting, though. My favorite album by them, and I call it my favorite because I just, it's one of the ones I bought, is uh, So Long and Thanks for All the Shoes. <laughs> this is actually my favorite song. Let me play this one. Yeah, go ahead. It's called All Out of Angst. They had some sky elements. Oh, yeah. Turn up all the reverb and upstrokes, baby. How long have they been around? 40 years? 30 years, probably. I love it. I mean, it's. I'm going to start listening to a lot of more of this because I was depressed until I started listening to this song. I fucking love happy punk music. Like, one of my favorite songs ever is No Doubt, Oi to the World, which is a Christmas song. You ever heard that one? Yeah, I've heard uh, multiple versions of it. It's fucking. Yes. I mean, it's. That song just makes me happy. I like you know? horn sections, man. I, I like horns too. It's I'm Virgil Simpson's newer album. He has the uh, the the guys that played horns for. Um, uh, Does he have a new album besides? No, the last one's the Sailor's Guide to Earth. Okay, that's the the, the girl that died the uh, rehab. Uh, in Winehouse. Yeah, they played horns for her, and he got their horn section for his new album. I dig a horn section, man. I like it. 
Well, I like I like ska in general. I'm a big uh, Money Money Boston's fan. Um, uh, Name thirty six songs. Other than <laughs> no, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I, I'm a fan, as in I like their you their like their music. vibe. Yeah, yeah. I like their music. Uh, I, uh, Let's face it was a great album, even though everybody said that's a sellout album. I love that fucking album. Um, it has the impression that I get on it, which is. Arguably one of the best songs of the fucking night. Who has a better gig than the guy that dances in the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones? Yeah. All he does is do the Running Man and sings harmony now and then. Maybe shake a tambourine. I don't know. D- just do what you feel, dancing guy. The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. That Japanese band we saw had a yeah, they guy. had a dancing guy, and that's all he did was dance. I love that. He the, was, the, the pure... And he was great. Like the whole the whole thing that he did, it was tremendous. So it's just a great song. Um, I, this was in heavy rotation my first year at uh, Cedar Point. My really? first year I went up for Cedar Point. Um, but it would have been 97. The, the amusement so. park? Mm-hmm. You worked there? Yeah, for three summers. Yeah. 97, 98, fun? and 2000. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, was, um, work was bullshit. They treated you like... An animal I mean but yeah. That's not why You went there to drink And get laid And all that good shit And so you were around A bunch of vagrants <laughs> It was we're Young carny folk Small hands Smell like cabbage <laughs> Yeah Um yeah. This I played this album a lot Uh It was just I don't know man I mean I started to get away From metal Cause I just I couldn't do it anymore I, I couldn't Be upset anymore <laughs> I mean it's what about this one? Of course, it's going to have an ad before it because it's an extremely popular song. It's one of the best songs of the 80s or 90s, if you ask me. Let me guess who it is. It's, it's, it's fucking uh, Harvey Danger. I never heard from him again. Flagpole Sitter. This is the only song I heard from him. It's great. It is a good song. But then you have... With punk, you had so many bands that... They were punk bands, but they wouldn't just play punk. The Clash being the one that I'm yeah. thinking of, it just would play just they off would, the wall. Songs. They would play reggae. They would play whatever. yeah. They played. Uh, and my favorite song by them is um, "Train in Vain." Train, you know that song? I don't think I do. Okay, you will love "Train in Vain." I know you've heard it before. I might. I probably heard it. I just don't know the name of it. I wonder if Harvey Danger's still torn around. I'm sure. Here we go. Oops. Maybe plug in there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I messed up. Oh, okay. Let me back it up. Not a long song. Three minutes. Three minutes, 14 seconds. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Damn, I didn't mean to do that. You silly bitch. They also had Rock the Casbah. Yeah. And uh, the one that's on uh, Stranger Things all the time. Yes. I forget the name of it. Should I stay or should I go? Yeah. They're like one of the most respected bands ever, as far as yeah. There's uh, them and uh, Madness was at that same time. Um, they had the song "Our House." 
It's a very, very, very fine house. No, it's in the middle of Two our street. Cats in the yard. <laughs> used to be so. That hard. was the name of a show that uh, I remember. Our house, Wilford, Wilford Brimley, and uh, Shannon Doherty. Yeah, and Chad. What that Chad kid's name? He didn't. Chad. He, mm, I think he might have died. Died young. Isn't he? Wasn't he the guy in like Sequest or something that killed himself? I don't know. Jonathan Brandis killed himself. Okay, that's who I'm thinking of. Um, he was on that movie Ladybugs with. Uh, yes, wasn't that uh, Ronnie Dangerfield was in that? I think. Um, I don't know, man. I just uh, I do like a good Tool song every now and then. You know, I'll get on a kick where I'll want to listen to, but it's just so dark. It's very dark. And Rage Against the Machine, as much as I like him. Just like the song says from No Effects, I'm all, I'm all out of angst. I don't. Yeah. I have nothing to. I have plenty to complain about, but I don't rage against anything anymore. I just. Just what not, about if you're trying to crank it and uh, you just can't get your your pecker going? You know, and that's not going to get it going. What what does get your pecker going? Porn. Are you fucking kidding? What me? kind of porn? <laughs> Let's get it, do a deep dive into what kind of porn you like. No, come on. <laughs> it's fairly basic. Which which um which site do you use? Are you a Pornhub guy? Do you use your PlayStation 4 to have it directly on your big TV? I have. I was going to say, that's, that's the no, way I, to I don't out. need my PlayStation 4. It's just, I've got a smart TV. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I've never tried it with any other thing except for the laptop or the PlayStation 4. Yeah, it's just... It works perfectly. Fairly, I mean, it's pretty good. You do a lot of interracial? No. You ever do any Some? tranny? No. Oh, no tranny. On. John? I like interracial, but not tranny. Hmm. Not into the training. I mean, it's like I can look at it and it doesn't make me sick. But well, no, it's I not. It's not that with me. I don't. Either. It doesn't. If you get a good, like a good transgendered woman, if I see it, I'm like a Bailey. I'm J, not going to click on it. If like a Bailey J and she's banging like a, a hot cisgender chick, it's just an extra set of tits. You know. Well, I mean, yeah. that's but it's still not. It's not my thing. I mean, I'm not really. T- yeah, it doesn't. This mm-hmm. doesn't do it for me. What about like random insertions? Do you guys like random insertions? Like a girl just shoving the business end of a baseball bat up her sneezer? No, not, not really. That. I can uh, get, I can get into toys like Sibian machines, or uh, the machines are okay, or just like a or just like a cam show of a girl just like just using a big black dildo on herself and like talking to the people that are giving her tokens. You, do you ever go to the cam sites? I've never done it actually. No, we used to do it a lot. Me in New York and. Uh, a fictional character that we made up for the show, Aaron. <laughs> uh, we used to go to him a lot. Oh, yeah, I remember doing that. Uh, yeah, you've probably been here for it. And uh, we would get, like, New York was very brazen about it. He was using his own account. He had money in it. He would give him tokens. And he would uh, get him to, like, piss on camera or, yeah. Jesus. Or stick two fingers up your butthole. Yeah, or whatever. stuff like that. It was... And it was awesome. Yeah. Because you're literally making, not making, you're not forcing anybody to do anything. You're giving them money to do it, and they're thanking you, and he's just having them do all this weird stuff. Hey, put the remote in your cooter, you know, (laughs) whatever it is. And they're like, okay, cool beans, nine tokens, right on. Yeah. You know, it's weird. Yeah. Because she's like somewhere, probably in Oklahoma. I don't know. Yeah, it's a it's a way for gals to make some pretty good extra money if they're good at it uh, for doing a very little amount of labor or time, mm-hmm. if they don't mind. A lot of them make a living, living, living. Well, heck do yeah. very well. Hell yeah. I think that's... Uh, More power to them. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. you do it while you can. Cause, uh, it's consensual. It's yeah. that simple. 
Well, I mean, that's why I've always... I'm the libertarian thing, prostitution. Why isn't it legal? It's just stupid. Yeah, you can uh, you can massage any part of my body except for my pro- wiener. Prostitution Damn. is legal, yet we have a fucking human trafficking epidemic that can't be controlled. Yeah. But gee, I wonder why. Because uh, it's just the same reason why uh, the cartels run Mexico. Because if we would legalize it here, because it's decriminalized there. Yeah. And they just run the whole show. Trying to smuggle shit in and out. I mean, it's just the war. It's the stupidest fucking thing. I mean, they didn't learn their lesson from prohibition. You can't talk to hardcore puritanical Christians about it either. The look on their face when I say all drugs should be legal is priceless. Oh, yeah. You mean all? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, everything. They're like, well, well, a lot of people will die. It's like, well, (laughs) they're going to die anyway. That's the price you pay for freedom, my friend. I mean, oh, well, my thing is, it's like, it's like when people are all anti-drug or whatever, and I'm just, I look at them, I could just, you know, you get a sense of somebody and you make assumptions about them, but usually I'm just like, tell me what drugs you're taking. What is your fucking, give me the fucking laundry list yeah. of fucking sh- of powdered pill, big pharma bullshit that you take every fucking day and tell me about how much you are against drugs and then put that up against me or anybody else. You know that smokes pot. Who's really who's really the fucking drug addict? Yeah, you know they. I, they, I believe they just decriminalized psilocybin mushrooms in Denver. They're That's, gonna make. They're gonna make a mint. It's gonna be. It's Den- Denver, Colorado is sort of like a weather vane to what's gonna come for the rest well, of the country. But, hopefully. Yeah, but we're the last to get that weather. Well, of course we are. We're. Uh, it's like the it White would, Walkers are marching south, and we're we're all the way the earlier, past King's Landing. The earlier yeah, that West Virginia gets on board, the more like better it is for our state. Prolific, like positive effects it will have on our economy and our overall well being. Can you imagine? So we're not going to do that because, <laughs> because the we, fucking we pieces of shit that the fucking that the people vote for and that run for office, they control the state, are just subhuman pieces of garbage. For the most part, I mean it, that. I'm just sitting there thinking, can you imagine a weed legal Fayetteville, Summersville? Uh, I mean that it, whole that, the here. whole plateau would just become fucking some giant. But the thing here, be metropolitan area. But here's the thing, though it it doesn't work if the rest of the states do it before us. Then it's no right. longer a reason to come here. Exactly. You have to do it early. The closest one. That's to why us. Colorado is fucking rich right now. Mm-hmm. The closest one to us is Massachusetts, I think. That is Michigan. completely legal. Michigan. Is Michigan closer than Mass? I think so, yes. Okay, so it's Michigan. eight hours from here. They're, it's completely legal there or decriminalized? I'm not talking about it's medical. It's legal. Oh, whoa. It's tremendous. Yeah. Recreational is legal in Michigan? I'm fairly sure, huh. yes. Uh, it's. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm a look. I bet it's not completely legal. I wouldn't say that. It's not completely legal in Colorado. It's not completely legal in well, you know, in, in Netherlands. Well, I mean, it's completely it's rec- recreational marijuana. You can go to a store and buy it. That's and, not completely legal. That's regulated. Well, uh, you have to go to a specific place, and you have to be. And it has to be regulated, and it has to be taxed. A you certain can amount. you can grow your own. They, yeah, up to a, gonna... up to a certain amount. I'm just saying, if it's not if it's not totally free from taxation or anything like that, then it's not totally legal. Mm. It's not free market. I guess it is. It is uh, legal in the legal sense, but not in your sense. 
in and Michigan. That, yeah, and, you're, and the way you're talking about, nothing's legal, I guess. <laughs> I tell you, I was sweating. I, no, I, I, some I, things are. I took Kratom up with me to go uh, up for Annie's prom. Mm-hmm. And I went through Indiana with Kratom in my car. Oh, no. Yeah, that was a fucking Oh, it's illegal in Indiana? Yeah, that's, they treat it like heroin. Those fucking fascists. So it was it was it was a nail biter. Like I was going the speed limit when people were fucking zooming around me, you know what I mean? I'm like I'm not giving them any fucking reason to pull me over. Even though the chances of them searching me for any of that shit were slim. You know, it's just like but it just depends on the mood of the cop. Yeah, exactly. And he yeah. doesn't have I mean he can pull you know, that's the thing. You see I watched this video of this guy who rolled his window down just long enough to give him the, his ID and stuff. That's all you have to do. That's yeah. all you have to do. And the cops harassed him, and he was polite until the Am end. Am I being detained? He he was he was polite <laughs> until the end, and then he told him to go fuck his mother. He said, "Go fuck your mother," you know, all kinds of shit. And they, can't, and they knew because they were on camera and couldn't do anything. If he had done that without camera off, they would have taken him out somewhere oh, and beaten the shit. Was it a black out. guy? No, it was a he was he was a white guy. Okay, they probably wouldn't have done it for a white guy. I don't think. Well, I mean, maybe they would have. I don't know. Some of these guys have a chip on their shoulder. I mean, it's just the other cop came up and they were just and he was and he told him to pull off to the next intersection. So that's what he did. But the guy pulled off at the next intersection was a little bit farther down the road, and the cop gave him shit about it. He said you could have pulled off here, here, here. He's just like you said the next intersection. I went to the next intersection. The guy was just and the cop was a cocksucker until he knew he was being fucking filmed. You know, I, I'm not one. I'm not an anti-cop person. But I cannot stand this group. They're, they're in the same group with the amosexuals, this group of people that they're floating, they're hovering above the rest of us. You know what I mean? Like Thin blue line. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> horseshit. That's a great documentary. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I mean, it's just... It's great. I haven't seen it. I, just the fact that they, they're almost... It's almost a paramilitary group. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's it, precisely what it is. And it's just... Except for the fat most of the time. Yeah, or on on uh, truckloads of anabolic steroids. Oh yeah, like they're 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 allowed to break the law with that because mm-hmm. you know they're 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 in a position they're actually breaking the law more than us because they're in a position of power and they're taking out illegal anabolic steroids. So you ta- who are you talking about? Cops. A lot of cops. A lot of cops are on steroids. The, the 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 number of cops on anabolic steroids is staggering. Oh. I mean, it's there. There's so many of, of them on it. That explains a lot. Of some of the dudes I train with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's are they jacked? Mm-hmm. A little bit of a gut, maybe. Yeah, like cops who are jacked and like fight really aggressively and paper thin skin. What do you mean by like you skin? can see all their muscles and their veins and shit? In and some cases, and it, yeah, it's yeah. When when somebody's like, like the Rock, you can look at the Rock. He's on steroids. I mean, there there's no getting around that. Um, it, when somebody that looks that perfect, what about John Cena? He was. He's off now. Yeah, he is. He has gotten off a little. Um, Hugh Jackman in in the Wolverine and in uh, Days of Future Past was on steroids. In Logan, he was not. Um, but the thing about it is, I was in a group, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I was in a group of guys that had taken steroids, and they were, were taking steroids currently, and I was as big as they were. You know, I mean, I wasn't in the same shape, mm. but that's just through, you know, 
sheer bloody minded hard work you know what i mean like working out for a lot of them don't even like working out they just like the effect you know they'll complain about i love working out i love doing the next squat the next deadlift i love building myself and you know and doing the process i love it a lot of guys who do it don't they're just lazy they just want to look big so they'll take everything they can get to keep them in the gym as brief as possible it's what is the the formula half the effort for twice the result is yeah. what is what steroids gives you? It sounds, so, it sounds appealing. It, it does. does. It does. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to. And I wanted to take them at one point. I actually did take them at one point for a couple of months, and I fucking hated it. It was awful. Yeah. It fucked with my mood really bad. It. Uh, You're already unstable. Hey, dad, dad, <laughs> powder keg over dad here. Dad was on steroids for a little bit there when he was. They put him on steroids uh, to help try to help build him back up because his numbers were low and stuff after chemo and shit. Mm-hmm. He was a fucking son of a bitch. Yeah, it makes you really aggressive. He was an asshole. And irritable. Just um, Yeah, just shitty. Yeah, makes you... And the price you pay. Like, there's a guy I know, and he's a great guy, but he's, he took steroids for years. His kidneys are failing now. Mm-hmm. All kinds of stuff. I'm like, why didn't you just commit to going to the gym as much as possible? And, 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 and another thing that drives me crazy is the Instagram people. And the men... And, and here's where you get the flack. The men, yes, you know, it, it bothers me that they, they're on there doing what they do. But then you have the women, and they are under the guise of female empowerment. Well, I'm just in the gym doing this. You're on fucking steroids. Well, they're shooting. Look them. at you. Look at you. You're on steroids. Shooting in the male. If you would tell me that you're on them and you're still working out, I would have more respect for you. Like I have respect for a guy who takes steroids and works out really hard and wants it for that level. If that's what you want to do, great. But all the guys who I really respect to do it are honest about it. Yeah, I take them. I want to do this. I want to be at the next level. I want to do this. And they're honest about it. It seems like, by and large, the Instagram uh, model and, and female bodybuilders will not cop to it. They will not fucking admit that they're on something. Well, that bothers the shit out of me. I don't understand why they're held to a different standard. It sounds like somebody needs to check their male privilege before yeah, they come into this studio. That's sir. Right. That, no, yeah. that's not. That, see, that's the thing. That is, com- that, that is complete equal treatment. If you want to oh, be. Well, you and I know that it is, but that's not. Well, I know. That's not what <laughs> and, and then they'll say, what, are you threatened by them? No, I'm not threatened by them. I just think it's a bullshit double standard that you're allowed to claim that you're fucking natural and you're not. A guy who who is obviously on steroids will usually tell you he's on steroids. He'll be like, yeah, I'm on him. You know, I wanted to make it to this level. I take him. And if they deny it, they don't really deny it. You're like, no, I'm not taking him. And then they and they and they kind of know that you, that you know, and you just don't press the issue. But there's this whole thing about you know, there's there's a couple of these models, and they are good looking, and they're, and they're really good shape. But she's, they're both full of shit. They, they try to claim that they're all natural and they're, this is, you know, a commitment in day in, day out in the gym and blah, 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 and this and that. And then they actually have said, gone on record and said, I'm natural. No, you're not. No, you're not. There's no fucking way. I remember you sent me a video one time of a girl squatting like 700 pounds, but you could obviously, and she was going way deep, like all the way to a catcher stance and coming up with ease. And she was maybe 135 pounds. And uh, that wasn't real. No, that, those they, were fake. They, those they were fake claimed, weights. Those were bumper weights. Right, right. But they they claimed it was real. Right. 
I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Well, but but then you've got people who are like the powerlifters, like uh, uh, Monica Lowe or Monica Brown. I don't I don't know which what she goes by now. Who is a super heavyweight weight? She legitimately squats seven hundred pounds. She's really pretty, big girl, but real pretty, and is natural, but busts her fucking ass. You know, I. I have so much more respect for somebody who is natural and busts their ass and and does with what God gave them and is honest about it. You know what I mean? She doesn't take steroids. She is in a drug-tested federation. If you're in a non-drug-tested drug federation in either bodybuilding or powerlifting, you're on fucking steroids <laughs> because you're not going to be able to compete no. if you're not. Yeah, you just know what? Don't try to tell me that you're not. Woman or man, I don't give a fuck. You do, know, do they have... Uh, non drug tested. I mean, do they have yeah. drug tested ones? That's what I'm. Yeah, wondering. they have drug tested ones. Okay. I think the USPF is drug tested, or one of them. You know, and uh, they have non drug. They have drug tested bodybuilding shows. And the guys aren't nearly as big, but you know, that more classic physique that guys can get without the steroids is better anyway. You know, they look better in the sixties and seventies. I, I think that like. The- I mean, some of that stuff just looks gross. Well, I mean, you got a guy like Ronnie Coleman who was 300 pounds who came in almost dead from body fat percentage being so low. Yeah, he and he's like 300 pounds. That's, you, that's you, know nuts. I, you know the look that I'm talking about. You know, it yeah, just, yeah. Like boulders. It just looks gross. Yeah, it doesn't it looks, look healthy. And it looks especially gross for someone who, you know, if you want to be feminine, if you're a female, you know what I mean? Well, uh, and I'm not, you know. Like, there's nothing wrong with being a... a Muscular a, female, a, a female who's muscular. If no, that's what you're into, absolutely, and, and, it is, think, and it's attractive. From my, from my perspective, from my opinion, I don't think it's attractive. I think it's fucking gross. Well, I mean, of course, to a point. I mean, I yeah. think that the CrossFit girls, even though they're, I mean, that, I'm, I'm, a, thing. I'm a man, and I'm not into that shit for my own body. Why would I be into it for somebody that I'm fucking? That's Ronnie Coleman. Unless I was a closet, is that a, a three unless pounds? I was a closet homosexual. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Dude. That's insane. Why would you do that? Because you can't wipe your ass. And then you got somebody like, I'll, I'll show you the, who I think. Uh, Frank Zane is, in my opinion, the greatest bodybuilder of all time. Do you think that people call me a loser because I go home to Starlet at night? That's Frank Zane. <laughs> Frank Zane beat men who were twice his size in bodybuilding contests. He beat Arnold in a contest because he came in, dialed in, polished, in great shape, ran every day, watched what he ate. Do I think it was natural? For most of his career, yes. Do I think towards the end where Arnold and them had come in, they were all jacked up? Yeah, he was probably on something. But the stuff that they were on back then, he said, we took it on a doctor's supervision. They are taking 10 times what we took. <laughs> he said, then that's somebody, in an average person in a gym, not even a guy competing. Right. I mean, you know, and, and then women who are average women in, in, in a gym taking steroids, you know, stuff like that. Just like their butts that, bigger. That, well, it's it, 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 and some of that shit is irreversible. You know what I mean? And it's just like if you look at uh, Cyborg Santos. Uh, yeah, that's not going away. She still has manly features. Yeah, even though she hasn't taken steroids in many years. Exactly, because she gets tested all the time now. Right. So they'd find them, and but she still looks not necessarily different. We've learned not necessarily. Her, I think they would. Well, Ken Shashevsky and yeah, but you know, you have uh, and uh, Iris Kyle and and all the and these female bodybuilders. Again, I don't. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But even them, even them, still just don't piss down my back and tell me. It's well, that's the truth. And even they, they got them on stage sometimes on on talk shows and ask them, you know, are you on steroids? And they sit there and lie. If you would just come out and admit it, 
I would have more respect for you. Be like, yeah. be like, yes, this is the sport I've chosen. This is, you know, and to compete at an elite level, I have to take them. You know, you know, you know that um, hippo manure is like really high in testosterone, mm. and so lions will eat it. And then get all jacked up and like go like fight other and like challenge other male lions because they're all jacked up on testosterone from eating hippo poop. Is that really true? So maybe, maybe guys, maybe you should try the Moro Nasrara. <laughs> eat some shit. I remember uh, Frank Mir got caught with some roids in his system, and he said that he got it from eating uh, tainted kangaroo meat because a kangaroo must have been must have been shot up with steroids. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you you know, and like I said. I, at one point, I you know I saw my friends on them, and I saw these guys who were jacked to the tits and everything. I was just like, you know, I would really like to look like that. And I bust my ass, and I'm not getting there. I'd like to try them, and I tried them, and I was like, how in the fuck do you live your life on this shit? <laughs> yeah. This is terrible. Where you can't sleep, where you're paranoid, where you're angry about everything, you know. And I took them for two months. Two months I took them. They take them for years at a time. I'm like, how the fuck are you living like that? So they never cycle off. Some some people don't. Oh my God, I know a lot of people who don't cycle off. You know, and they pay the price, and it's just like the iron price. <laughs> yeah, I've used that analogy before. <laughs> um, I just, I, I think we should open a powerlifting gym called the Iron Price. Oh my God, we're going to make. Tens of dollars. <laughs> We're going to make nothing because nobody wants to power lift around. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Which is ironic because uh, everybody just wants to go to Golly and pay the 20 bucks a month because that's very cheap and accessible because you can go anytime you want. Well, it's, man, it's a nice gym. I like it. But I'm just saying that the. Uh, long time. You know, when I moved down, when I moved down south, powerlifting was nobody was powerlifted there. Nobody. You know, and. They would watch how I would lift. They're like, "Why are you doing so few reps?" I was like, "Well, that's what you do, you know, in in the sport that I like." I'm not trying to be pretty. I'm trying to be strong. Yeah, and but actually, if you eat right, you can yeah you do both. Um, Whenever I was doing it, I was not eating right, and I just got fatter. But I got real strong. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you do I was get, having trouble walking, but, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but it's uh, you know, and then I started. I, there was a girl there who I was training. Uh, and she really liked it. She had been a gymnast, and she took to it real quick. And she said, "I love this. I like this much better than, you know, the stuff that you know the bodybuilding guy had me doing." I was like, "Well, yeah, but he's not incorrect. But you know, you you can choose, or you can combine them. You know, there are a lot of power builders. There's, you know, people who. You what was the guy's name? The power builder. Uh, you've talked about him all. Bill Casmire. Yeah, we've done his workouts mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, he, he did professional wrestling for a minute. Oh yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, he's a he was and probably had to work to not hurt people because Bill Kazmaier was at one point probably the strongest human being walking the earth. Mm. He was freakish. I mean, he was just absolutely could do things that boggle the imagination. You know, benching with no arch and benching six hundred pounds. Jesus fucking Christ! You know, and doing it raw. And I'm talking no arch, back flat on the bench. That's another thing that gets me with these powerlifting contests. You know, the guys and girls who literally try to get around the rules by wearing a three-ply shirt and doing the huge arch and all that shit. Just bench the fucking weight. Yeah, if you ever see them, they'll be like this on the bench. Their shoulders will be here, and they'll be raised up like that to uh, just make it easier, I guess. I've never put that big of an arch. Shorten the range of motion is is the... is the point is what you're trying to do. You're trying to shorten the range of motion. Real wide. Yes. You're doing this. And that's a good bench. 
you know, Bruno San Martino described how power uh, the contest. You used to have to lie with your back flat, take the weight off, hold it for a two count, come down, hold it for another one count, oh, press God. it, hold it for a two count, and rack it. Back yourself. And he did that with 500 and some pounds without steroids. I mean, that's... I don't know, man. I mean, I just I'm more of a purist when it comes to stuff, and that's why I've been, you know, busting my ass like I have. Yeah, and your toe. Yeah, no shit. God, your toe paid the iron price. Sure did. <laughs> Fucking hurts. <laughs> now my back hurts. What about your neck? Shut up, <laughs> <laughs> John. You got anything else you want to talk about? I think I'm good. Taters, I'm good. All right, I'm picking us a song to go out on here. See if you guys like it. Oh, it's got an ad. This is this is really getting on my nerves. Nobody has looked up this song in a thousand years, and it's got an ad on it. All you ladies pop your pussy like this. Jesus. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. All you ladies it. pop your pussy like this. Mm. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. Just do it, uh. do it, uh. do it, do it, do it now. Lick it good, suck this pussy just like you should. Right now, lick it good. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, you queefs. Like you See you next time. My back, lick my pussy and my crack. Slow head, show me so much love The best head comes from a thug The dick